Hello and welcome to session four of Bylaw and Order. <laughs> what a bop, Arthi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does, does, does it slap? Yeah. Or? <laughs> so yeah. we were dancing the whole time. The whole during, time. And then just like in sync pointing at the camera. And it was great. It I'm slaps at it. two points of slapping damage. <laughs> One die four of slap. Yes, yes. <laughs> With a plus two to hit. Alright. <clears throat> so that the dancing out of the way. When For we, now. Yeah. Well, who knows what's going on. When we last left our party, they had gathered two of the ten guild signatures needed to ratify the Azoria Senate's new unified Ravnican sausage standard, ASURSS number 2309-76-19. This new legislation, designed to replace the helplessly outdated and worryingly vague decamillennial encased meat grading standard, is depending on who you ask, an attempt to set right more than 76 years of opportunism and anarchy in the, in the cylindrical meat product industry, or an affront to connoisseurs of traditional Ravnican tooth sausage. <laughs> <clears throat> and although our heroes haven't actually gotten any new signatures for the unified Ravnican sausage standard since they set a blistering and likely unsustainable pace of two in the first 45 minutes of session one, <laughs> They have discovered several other interesting things. Wait, has it been that long since we've got a signature? Yeah. yeah. We started we've with two. Like two sessions of that. Oh, man. We, we gotta... started with two. We haven't gotten any signed since. Oh, we got to hey, pick it up. Uh, this this is perfect pace for academic work. We're, we're lining them up, though. We've met with so many guilds, and we're going to knock them off one by I one. I agree with Cam here. If academia taught me anything, you put it off until 90% of the time has passed, and then you panic and cram. Yeah. What could go wrong? Perfect. <laughs> So you've discovered several interesting things in mm. the course of your adventures so far. First, that there is some instability in the high-end Ravdican flower market right now. Yep. Second, that there is some sort of plot afoot involving a Golgari shaman and an experimental is it power generation device. And third, and most importantly, the most popular band in the entirety of the 6th district right now is a nine-piece gruel outfit from the Rubble Belt called King Zykor and the Warbore. It is additionally relevant that one Ogavin Gobran, a member of the Orzov Syndicate, is also a very big fan of the band, and unless he's returned safely into Syndicate hands before the Orzov holiday of Duopsony, his sister, prelate Sevmila Gobran, won't sign the unified Ravdican sausage standard on account of how she'll have just spent a long and awkward family dinner speaking to the foul-tempered ghost of their grandmother. Which is how our heroes came to find themselves standing in the north entrance of the 6th District Central bus station, along with several other hundred travelers. Speaking I just thought of that, <laughs> like family dinners and all of your horrible elderly like relatives just stick around and get yeah. more intransigent. Yep. Mm. Oh, you still aren't married yet. <laughs> kind of a scenario. When, when are you going to settle down and have kids? Uh, what else? So we're at the bus station. Yeah. Yeah. But while we're at the bus station, mm. why don't we introduce ourselves? Mm. Mm. Hello, I'm Cameron and I'm playing Avenir, a third level inquisitive rogue who works for the Azoria Senate in the Consumer Goods Inspection Agency. Hello, I'm Ian, and I'll be playing Enor, also working for the Azorius, but in property abjugation. Uh, I'm Ben, and I'm playing Nog, the uh, goblin from the Boros Legion. Uh, and uh, this is my dog, Valencia Borforf. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and uh, together, we're kind of the muscle of the situation, keeping everybody uh, safe. That's why we're along, anyway. Hi, I'm Serge, and I'm, I'm playing Molander. Molander is a level 3 Selesnya druid who just wants to get everyone back in touch with the roots of Ravnica, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I feel like you'll have plenty of opportunities to do that. So, <clears throat> Is that a pun because you're a druid? The roots of Ravnica? And Selesnya is all about the tree. Uh, I get it. So I don't, but, <laughs> but go on. I'll have lots of chances to teach you, man. You're at the bus station. <laughs> We've yep. been taking a lot of public transit lately. Yeah, I've got... Is this the bus that leads out of town? Oh, well, you're at a station, so there's buses coming into town, there's buses leaving town. In fact, hundreds of people are surrounding you because you're pretty near out to the arrivals uh, wing, mm. and so there's just a constant stream of people walking past you. Uh, uh, what is the first thing one generally does at a bus station? Buys tickets. Look down. Look down. <laughs> so as to avoid making eye contact with the Selesnya cultists. Rude. <laughs> I, I, hey, now. <laughs> or really anyone for that matter. Yeah. Oh, so Avoiding this, urine. So this is more like a this is more like a like a greyhound sort of situation, not like a mm -hmm. public bus kind of a thing where our like bus passes. Because I know we have bus pass or transit passes. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, this is run by the like the sixth district. You know, it's more of an off-black Cerberus. <laughs> so like, what I'm what I'm getting at is like, do our passes that we no, have work? Need we need to get yeah. Yes. Yeah. So okay. But well, well, we I can say that you have you have asked and been given a fund from your office. Ooh. Oh, I would hope so. That's yeah, travel I expenses. Yeah, These are amazing. travel expenses. Amazing. Ooh. All right. We so, should get a per diem. <laughs> You, yeah. So you're going to make your way to the tickets desk, yes. I suppose? I managed to negotiate six zibs a day. Wait, Xenos. The big ones. Yeah. Six big Zs. Damn. Wow. So a little goblin is working at the tickets desk because it's going to work for me today. So, ha, what do you want? Hi, I need to get uh, four uh, humanoid tickets to Krunog and one animal ticket. Return or one way? Return. Oh, excellent. Now, you mentioned a dog. Mm -hmm. Is this a working dog? It is. Oh, you'll need a permit then. Oh. The permit is free, but you'll need it, otherwise you'll have to ride with luggage. Where, where do I get a permit? I give you the permit. May I have a permit? Thank you for asking. Yes, you may have a permit. <laughs> Thank you. I just, Nog just like looks at Mo and it's like, bureaucracy, man. He's so, he's so good at he it. He knows what he's doing. I guess yeah. I'm glad he's the one taking charge. I would yeah, have panicked. Like, <laughs> it's like an Assassin's Creed where he just walks through a crowd, except that's me with with paperwork. He's just palming people yeah. in the face. <laughs> All right, so after, so the goblin grabs this huge stamp and I was like, bah, 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 and then gives you four tickets, mm -hmm. 12 Zenos. All right. I, I take it out of my envelope. <laughs> All right. I'll Is it just like loose yeah. petty cash? <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> <they're> like <laughs> Zorius seal on it, yeah. Did you said you wanted a receipt? Uh, yes, please. <sighs> The receipt is somehow more involved than the tickets. There you go. Thank you. Put it in the envelope with yeah. all my other expenses. Nice. All right. Into the backpack. So I'm picturing Molander with this like comically oversized bag. Mm. Because from what I understand, the gruel area is basically the wilderness. Like all of Ravnica is a city, but this is like the forest city. But not like the nice forest city like like the Selesnya. But like the wild forest. I feel like that's a matter of perspective, really. Well, like, isn't the rubble belt where things have fallen over and not been reclaimed? Oh. Essentially, I have some box tech that will explain okay. it later if you're not as familiar. Yeah. So I've got like a tent and a bedroll, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to go camping. When when does the ticket say we gotta hop on the bus? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, we'll say it's 9.30 in the morning, because you're okay. getting an early start, and it looks like the uh, bus to Kurnong leaves uh, at 9.45. 
Okay. We so, should mosey. Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you go into the bus station proper now that you've bought your tickets, and there's, you know, there's Selesnian people who are like, hello, have you heard the good word of V2Gazi? I'm going to walk up and hug them. And they're going to give you a big Hi. hug. Oh, and we do that really long hug where you have like the... This is probably good for him. I mean, he's been away for so long. God, I miss that. Okay. Yeah, so after what you feel is an uncomfortably long hug, but is a but is a tragically short one from yeah. Lander, uh, you know. I'm like I'm like a quarter recharged right now. Yeah. So it turns out all of these people are like your ninth cousins twice. Oh, totally. Now. Yeah. Do Do you all know each other's names? Yes. So there's this amazing thing, man. The world spirit of the tree V two. We're all connected. We're like a big family. Like, other than my big family, it's another big family. Yeah, we're all like a big family together, man. Like a f spiritual family, but yeah. also, in some cases, a related family. Mm. But we have books you can check to make sure you're not too closely related. It's important. I'm sorry, I have to be somewhere. Uh, do you want to... Yeah, I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't carry cash on me. We don't ask for money, and Nog. I... <laughs> Nog and Valencia are already, like, walking. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go catch up to them, but it's so good to see you. Oh, bye, dude. Bye. You guys want to buy any, like, sandwiches or newspapers or coffees or anything? I hope oh. there's a sausage stand. I'll get a whatever the analog to, like, a cinnamon raisin bagel. Okay. <laughs> I have... Uh, we'll say that you can buy that for like twenty-five zibs because it's uh, expensive at the train or at the bus station. Anybody else want to buy anything? Yep. Yeah. Mm, I'm gonna seek out one of those triangular Azorius blueberry pastries. Mm. Also, we'll say twenty-five zibs. Trail mix. Yeah, like a like a scone. Yeah, just with like a little like, like, a, like an equilateral triangle with yeah. a round blueberry jam center in it. Right. Exactly. Three blueberries. <laughs> Hey, uh, hey, Nog. Yeah. I don't... I've never really gone camping. No! I've heard... I've heard of good travel food, but, like, what's good travel food? Well, you're in luck. I actually brought all of my own food. Oh. So I'm not going to need to buy any, at least, the, you know, at the train station here. And my go-to food... And he, I, Valencia's got, like, a little saddle kind of bag, and I open it up, uh, and it's loose pretzels. Do you have enough to share? Absolutely! Just yeah. reach in and grab some! I reach in and grab some. I have travel pretzels. Yeah. I start munching on a travel pretzel. Um, but delicious. I keep my secret my secret stash of the good food in the other one. But I'm saving it. It's a it's like a fish sandwich. Oh. That I'm going to eat on the train and it's going to stink up the joint. Remind me later to give <laughs> you a yeah. bite of my patented and brand new experimental Land Jaeger sausages. Oh, that sounds delicious. They're made to spec. Oh, okay. Like new spec or old spec? What do you think? I would assume new spec. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, yeah. Oh. No. Let, let's I think I on. think we should get on the train. Yeah. yeah. Let's get. Let's oh, get going. Train bus. It's a bus. Okay. Right, the bus. Uh. So. What's a Ravnica bus like? Yeah. About to the find bus. out. Yeah. First, the bus. You enter the departures area, mm -hmm. and there's a north concourse and a south concourse. Do you guys know if you're going north or south? No. Single bead of sweat. <laughs> what do the tickets say? They say north. North. <laughs> Alright, so you go down the north concourse and then it splits again in two. Because there's buses that go east and there's buses that go west. So the west, it says Cardinia Hills, Carlo Bag, Lapak, Kurnong, and a little 
pictogram of a mountain, a wine bottle, and an apple. Oh. And in the east, it says Porak, Arptaj, Kanfanfar, and the 7th District. Well, we're going to Kunong. Yeah, Kunong. Kunong. Kunong? Kunong. 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 It's a collaborative effort. <laughs> I just put the R in the wrong place. Ah. Yeah. All right. So you go to the west. And there's a big mechanical flipping sign, and eventually you see that the bus that you want is in Bay 14. So then you go to Bay 14. There's a bunch of people already there. Ooh. Do you uh, line up and wait behind them, or do you try to cut in line because you have Azorius stuff on? I line up. Yep. That sounds well, very Azorius. We're, we're here as ambassadors of the Senate. All right. And there, there's an established order. I'm certain there are other people who are commuting to this region as well. Mm. Well, so eventually the bus pulls up. And by bus, I mean a 20-foot... 25-foot-long covered carriage with bus seats in it, but it's pulled Ooh. by a crowvod, which is an enormous beast of burden with hmm. huge horns that come ah. up like this. Uh, and the driver eventually, he get up to you and says, Tickets, please! Move up to the front, hand over ticket. You got a permit for that dog? Hand the permit. Oh. Okay, get on the bus. <laughs> Looks like he was hoping to catch us <laughs> on it. <laughs> There's not much excitement being a bus driver on hmm. this route. All right, so you've made it onto the bus. Mm -hmm. It will be about four hours before you reach Kornong. All right. All right. I pull Great. out my fish sandwich. Ooh. And so, I start chomping into it. So, Nog, I feel like... Yeah. Your, uh -huh. rep your representation of, like, the Celestia there was a little unfair. Like, we're not a cult. I we're, never said you were a cult. Yeah, we're just trying to give back to Ravnica, because Ravnica's given us all so much. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you should swing by sometime. My family's very welcoming. I mean, I'm sure my, my mom makes a great fish sandwich. Well, I mean, I felt that, you know, as somebody in the Boros military, that I'm already doing my part. And I don't think I necessarily have to pray to a tree every day to let it know that I'm doing my job and being a, you know, contributing member of society. That's fair. I don't think of it as praying so much as just sharing. You know, sharing my Oh, you want some of the sandwich? Yeah. Have some. Take a bite. My mouth is now full of fish sandwich, so I stopped talking. Have you had a chance to try out the new styluses that they got down in the records department? No, I heard about them, though. I heard they're 5% more ergonomic. Smooth like silk. Oh, oh I had to polish my nibs for, <laughs> to get them to flow properly. I'm really excited for it. I can only hope they'll get up to our department soon. Oh. Well, you know, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Uh, Who else is all on this bus? Oh, there's several NPCs, but you'll have to describe them to me. <laughs> well, last time I rode a, I personally rode a Greyhound bus, I wound up next to a dude who spent the entire trip explaining to me how he had programmed his Texas Instrument calculator to generate stat blocks for goblins. <laughs> that's, that's rad. Is he on this bus? <laughs> I made the mistake of, of saying, oh, yeah, I play D&D. Oh, no. <laughs> then you're locked in for the rest of the yeah. trip. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Maybe there's an ogre here who's explaining to me his novel. Oh, Ooh. yeah, perfect. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for, for choosing people with hoarse voices. So, yeah, and then what happens is that the romantic interest is actually a pair of sexy goblin twins and they both got huge boobs by goblin standards. Interesting. I'm listening. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. 
Yeah, but of course, they're only interested in the main the main hero, which is, of course, a very handsome and very intelligent, very erudite go uh, ogre such as myself. Oh. I mean, it's not like a Mary Sue any, or self-insert fanfic or anything like he, that, but, you know. He looks like you? And, well, of course, he looks like me, because, you know, a lot of people can't tell ogres apart, so I may as well just write what I know. Oh. And it's truly, truly people discriminate against ogres. People think we're all about the smashing. and But, you know what, we have inner lives, and we write poetry, and we write long novels about inner lives and poetry but also smashing so the point here is that the guy needs to smash 50 skulls in to release a genie from a skull of a wizard thought, for a second there i thought you were going to say he needs to smash 50 skulls in so he can smash 50 skulls in i mean that's like you know also a big benefit is you get to smash 50 skulls I've never tried smashing. You got smashing. a nice round head. You don't want to smash. Like, I've never smashed a skull, let alone ever thought about smashing 50. Where do you get these ideas from? Oh, they just come naturally to me. I'm a creative person. I'm a writer. Wow. Yeah, you ever smash a watermelon? No, I haven't smashed anything. What about a grape by accident? You step on it. I mean, maybe once. Yeah. And you I think I just apologized to it, though. I was like, oh, no, grape, I'm so sorry. Oh, you don't feel the satisfaction as the viscera leaves... The skin. Well, I was kind of sticky the at the time. Oozing but oozing from, from the eyes of the grape. No? Just me? Uh. I Not imagine the person sitting in front of me, or sitting in front of Avenir is reclining his seat repeatedly, <laughs> yeah. and, like, keeps hitting my knees. That's just and like, a... like, that's weird. Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm okay, like, a, a middle-aged loxodon who doesn't quite fit in the chair and just keeps trying to recline to get more room and just mm. hits you. But doesn't is old enough to not clue in that they might be inconveniencing you. Yeah, and th th that's perfect. And then the person behind me is just taking off their shoes. Uh, is it the fish you're smelling or the shoes? Person without shoes. All Avenue hears through this is a high-pitched whine. <laughs> I'm just trying to find out what this person in front of me is listening to on some form of is it audio player. They're just a little bit too loud to hear properly, but not quiet enough that I can't. Could you turn it up or turn it down? Nanagon <laughs> Infinity opens the door. Nanagon Infinity. Sorry, what? I'm listening to the new King's Icor in the Warbore. Yeah! Ooh! No. They, they turn it up. And then they don't talk to you anymore. Ah, that's much better. Thank you. But now you can hear, you can hear very tinny music and occasionally make out instruments. Mm. I'm, I'm really getting the vibe. Meanwhile, that Loxodon sitting in front of you who keeps reclining his seat, mm -hmm. you can tell that he's quite wealthy and he appears to be going up here on vacation because he's got like binoculars and like a Kornong and District Regional Tourist Guide and Ooh. stuff like that that he's flipping through. And he's like, did you tell that distasteful youth to turn up his music? What's wrong with you? And he bats you on the, this wow. tourist guide and goes back to reading his book. Reclines his seat more somehow. Excuse me. I'm, Excuse me. I'm just gonna go back. Sorry, I can't hear you over Excuse the music. Crunch, Excuse crunch, me. crunch. Excuse me. I'm going to Excuse use me. the restaurant in the back of this bus. Excuse R me. Restroom, not restaurant. Never oh. get, never get those yeah, two mixed up. Yeah. Excuse me. That's not a buffet. Are you, are you gonna use the bathroom? Yes, I am. Make me Excuse a dexterity me. check. Oh goody. Excuse me. Oh dear. Excuse <laughs> me. Oh. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I might be. Excuse me. Ooh, that's 11. Uh, I'm going to say that you are jostled, but manage not to foul yourself in any significant way. 
when I'm the cornongs at a fair, not the cornong, the crovet, the, uh, what is pulling this thing? Uh, the, <clears throat> sorry, uh, the uh, crovod is at a fair clip. It's like running, hmm. you know, this so you're like, moving. This thing's kind of like a dinosaur oxen. It's the, it's, if you play Magic the Gathering, it's what they're, everybody's climbing onto and lumbering battlement. That's yeah. a crovod. Mm. Oh, so okay. they're big, and if they're running, they're very fast because yeah. they're just big. So, you know, the bus is the bus is going a fair distance, but it's going probably, I don't know, like probably 30 kilometers an hour, hmm. which is fast. Mm -hmm. If you don't play magic, how would you describe it? Because I've seen the art, but I don't I don't quite know what I'm I thinking I would describe it as a, a large, I would say, a 25-foot tall beast of burden with huge horns. Ah. Mm -hmm. Four-legged. Yeah, four-legged. Yep. Excuse me. Excuse me. I can't hear anything over that Excuse blasted me. music of the youth. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk to any more NPCs? <laughs> anything like that? Are there any children on the bus? Oh, <laughs> There's like six children at the front. Oh, are they like they're on like a school trip or something? No, they appear to just be like with their families and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. They're uh, being kids. Nog's sort of going up and down the aisle, riding on Valencia because he doesn't really want to sit down anymore. And he kind of like walks by the kids and go, hey kids, please take your seat on the bus, says the driver. <sighs> hey, mister. What's up? Can we pay your dog? Yeah, sure. Yay. Just, be, just make sure she gets to like sniff your hand first. Uh, the kids all like rush Valencia and pat her because they're children and Val they're excited. Valencia looks like, like shocked for a moment, but then is just like, oh, I'm getting patted. So this is all G. <laughs> Please sit down. Please take your seats on the bus, says the bus driver. I have... Nog, like, sits down, like, on the floor. No! Get out of the aisle! That's... I will... Look, come on. That's not safety. We have to keep the aisles clear in case of an emergency. Crovog's trip. Crovog's trip occasionally. Come on. The emergency exits. You gotta keep the routes clear to the emergency exits. Uh, Nog, Nog like, scoffs a little bit and then goes, All right, kids. Looks like the man is telling us that we can't have a good time. You're the you work for the Boris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nog is trying to be cool with the youth. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> and he like he's like, anyways, stay in school and uh, always fly. I'm not allowed not to be in school. My mom will get mad at me. Yeah, exactly. And you listen to mom. Also, always eat your vegetables and. Someday you'll grow up to what do you, are you guys within a guild at all? No, but my uncle joined the Simic and now he's a jellyfish. Oh. Well, my stay in school or else you'll <laughs> stay in school or else you'll turn into a jellyfish. Oh, my <clears throat> Hey, no. No, didn't you hear? If we're good, we get to go to Zonot 5 next year instead of stupid Cornong on vacation. What's so wrong with Cornong? Eh. And then the mom says, be quiet, Apple Fest is going to be a lot of fun. Whoa, Apple Fest? Where's that going on? Cornong! <laughs> like, right away? Can we maybe, like, is there a general area? Guys, apparently there's an Apple Fest. That sounds pretty cool. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Find out if there's going to be cider. Is there going to be cider? I don't know, I'm seven. Oh, right. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Leave my children alone. Aren't yeah. Didn't the bus driver tell you to go take your seat? Right, yes. I am a strange man talking to the kids with their dog. Strange, heavily armed man. Heavily armed. I'm going to go sit down. Did you find out if there's cider? Uh, Seven-year-old. That's going to be really good Excuse cider. Me. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Nan goes to sit down, and uh, I guess like, how does Valencia sit on the bus? Like, does uh, she have a seat? No, but she's just kind of like sitting like underneath your seat, like very like. Okay. She's being a good dog. She is good being a good dog. And there's she's like there's dog. luggage racks overhead, right? Oh, are there? Oh, okay. Yeah. This is less of a city bus and more of like a commuter bus. Right. So, how much luggage is above Nog? Uh, I would say Nog's luggage, and are you sharing a seat with Melander? Like, are you on the same page? That was my idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Nog's luggage and Melander's luggage are above you. Would Nog be able to fit and like lay down in the overhead compartment? Um, how tall are you? Uh, Nog is goblin sized. Uh, he, so yeah, he'd be, he's about three foot five. I think more importantly, how thick are you? Oh, uh, yeah. he's like 50 pounds. Okay. Yeah, I believe that if you did a... Cl- I think if you took some... It's like a luggage rack. Mm-hmm. Like, with like nets and stuff. So I think if you took your luggage out and like put it on your seat. Yeah. Or like on the floor and let Valencia sit on your seat. Yeah. You could climb up over the seat and get into that luggage This benefits rack. everybody because then I can lay down and Valencia gets a chair. Yeah. And I do this everybody. Like, uh, yeah, but I would like you to make me some sort of like dexterity athletics check or something for okay. on a... Like, because the bus is going like this because it's being pulled by, you know, a large beast of burden. So it's 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 going at a clip and, and there's and, a lot of bumping. And Ben, I don't want to, 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 to play your game for you, but I do want to tell you that there is a difference between can and may, especially when it's coming from a DM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, I'm going to uh, hop up on there and you said acrobatics or athletics? Uh, give me an acrobatics check for, like, climbing up. Okay, uh, so then that would be a 14. A 14. All right, I'm going to say... But given the fact that there's some, some significant movement and shaking and rattling and, you know, things going on and there's other people, you are able to get up onto the top of your chair without too much difficulty, but yeah. then you sort of, like, scramble up into the luggage rack. I will say ungracefully, but yeah. successfully. Like, maybe your legs kick a little bit in the air. Oh, perfect. <coughs> that sounds about how Nog would get up there anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, which in the you know, so you are successful, and then immediately you hear from the bus driver, "Sir, please refrain from climbing into the luggage." What what universe do you think you are allowed to do that? I will pull this animal over. That Sorry, we, that was how we walked to the rubble pit, <laughs> yeah. and I climb down and 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 sit in my seat. I had to put your bag back up for you. I, yeah, I put my bag up. It's fine. All, right. uh, all the children, however, see what you're doing and now are trying to climb. Yeah! Revolution! Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Their mother is super unhappy and is like, yeah. she's making eye contact at you and she's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm hip with the kids. There's seven. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, let's see. Let's, have, let's see how those kids do on their athletic Uh-oh. check. Oh, bad news. A child has fallen and is trying. <laughs> like out of the bus? No, no. Out okay. Of the, out of the luggage rack and into the aisle. Okay. Uh, so that's the first one. So I think it is say their first attempt goes poorly, uh, and some kid wipes out and falls about six feet onto their brother. Falling Just damage is serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now there are crying children on the bus. Ah, whoops. <laughs> Avenir is trying to will himself unconscious. <laughs> I, I, I might attempt to cast silent image directly inside of my head. <laughs> So it's been an eventful bus ride. Uh, I think, I ha- do you want to do any more messing around or shall I resume with the box tag? No, I mean, you could go for I'm just trying to make this an exciting bus ride. It's definitely been exciting. So the plain of Ravnica is an ecumenopolis, which is a giant city. 
This means the vast majority of its citizens live, work, vacation, eat, exercise, play, die, and under certain circumstances become ghosts in one of the plane's many dense urban cores. They live metropolitan lives. For the average Ravnican, the question is not how will we eat, it's where should we eat? Uh, that said, every city has its suburbs. For example, the entire 6th district is generally considered to be one of the least important places on Ravnica, and is far removed from the intrigue and excitement of the 10th district. And unlike its neighbor, the 7th district, it holds none of the plane's major tourist attractions. The 6th district is known instead for producing extremely good apples. And while these apples are indeed enjoyed by everyone who lives on Ravnica, when they're compared to, say, the boundless knowledge available at the Ismeri Library, or the thrilling log flume rides at the Zonot 5 Splashorium, the apples just don't capture the imagination in the same way. And for the most part, the apples, and especially the finest of all these apples, are grown in the Cardinia Mountains of the 6th District's 1st Precinct. As the road starts to enter the foothills, you can see the endless sprawl of the city laid out behind you. And with every foot of elevation you gain, the buildings spread further and further apart, gradually becoming townhouses, duplexes, then single-family homes with neat yards and fences. And next, the yards start to get bigger, growing and elongating until they become fields. The flower beds fall away as you travel and are replaced by neatly tended orchards, grazing animals, and occasionally, nothing. Large stretches of dense trees and bushes where the land is too steep to build or grow anything. And in every valley, the civilization rushes back in, filling the flats with homes and shops and sawmills and apple packing plants. But unlike Goshen Heights and North Yeski, where you are all from, the mountains and the trees tower over the, sh the city and shrink the horizon. You are in the outer suburbs of an mm -hmm. outer suburb now. And after hours of watching orchards, farms, and ever-shrinking outposts of civilization pass by, squished by rude tourists and uh, assailed by screaming children from up the aisle, you finally reach Kurnong. The bus lets you and your fellow travelers off in a plaza at what appears to be Kurnong's main and possibly only commercial street. Quaint wooden buildings line its sides, shaded by giant trees. And as soon as you've departed the bus, it performs a beleaguered eight-point turn and immediately begins its journey back. You are at the end of the line, literally. Ooh. So the first thing that happens is that kid's mother comes over to you and is like, I want your precincted badge number. For what? Because I am reporting you. You encourage my children to do very unsafe things on that bus. I just did things and your kids followed suit. Really, to me, it just sounds like you didn't uh, properly well, discipline Children them. don't know any better. I, uh, I am... Oh, shoot. What is that guy's name? Sergeant Blesnort mm -hmm. of the Boros 168th Garrison mm -hmm. Mounted Forces Division. Mm -hmm. I usually work at the front desk. I'll see it that you never get out of the dungeons or whatever the heck you do. The stupid Boros Garrison. Come on, kids. I just look at the rest of the group and I'm like, eh? You lied to that woman. I, I more so... Stretch the truth. Oh. Okay. What? Yeah. Don't worry. Sometimes, Mo, it's okay to lie. And that's huh. the thing that you need to know if you're going to survive in Ravnica. Need to lie. Can I get in on that? What are you two doing? 
It's a little Sock just looks over and goes, yeah, mine's the bad one. Here it's, a, we go. it's a little sparse out here is all. Hmm. Ah. Just cross the street, sit down, and her like, oh. Well, we're here. Yeah. So you're here. L looking you're... at that return ticket. Yeah. Good long look at that return ticket. <laughs> so the Loxodon tourist also gets off here and... Uh... Then him and his wife go and walk down the main street. They appear. They they know where they're going. They have nothing else to say to you. Are there any, are there any brochures nearby for information about the Apple Fest? Oh, absolutely. In fact, you are you are in Kurnong. You're on the main street. Mm. Uh, the air here smells wet and crisp mm. and green, which is, for all of you except maybe Melander, incredibly unfamiliar and kind of weird. Um, so. <clears throat> on the left side of the plaza, because you're in sort of like the central plaza where the bus departs, there is a colorful wooden sign saying, Welcome to Kornong, Apple ca capital of Ravnica, a community announcement board, and a tourist information booth. Ooh. <clears throat> well, we need to find out where... Uh, we're looking for Imperator Andros. Yeah. With the field office. Maybe we should go ask the information booth about where we'd find that. All right. Let's do that. In the okay. Azorius Regional Office. All right. So, well, the tourist information booth is sort of essentially a shed with a window cut into the side, and there's like a flap that comes down. And uh, there are posters of notable lo local attractions nailed to the outside. Mm -hmm. And, in fact, Apple Fest is coming up in like a week. Oh, in a week. Yeah, sorry. Uh. Uh, but there's other things. <clears throat> and inside... The uh, inside the uh, the tourist information booth is a Loxodon teenager, who is uh, who is reading some sort of science fiction book called Quantum Mechanics: Planck's Revenge. Oh. Do they have a tusk piercing? Uh, no, they have got very short tusks, so they are by Loxodon standards really young. Uh, probably, I would say no more than twenty-five or thirty. Hello. Uh, what pamphlet do you want? And he just, like, he doesn't put his book down, but his, like, trunk comes out from underneath it, grabs some pamphlets, and just shoves them out the window. I'm, I'm looking for the Azorius field office. Oh. Uh, it's just down the street beside the cafe. Thank you. Do you have any good food recommendations? He just hands the pamphlets to you. <laughs> I mean, we're all the way out here. We're getting people to pay our way. We might as well take advantage of it. Hmm. You guys want to read the community announcements while you're here? Let's do that. Absolutely. I mean, I put a lot of work into this. Yeah, yeah we figured. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's three community announcements. There's the first one says, Secret Gardens of the Cardinia Mountains. The 19th and 20th of Zvisker. One Zeno admission per person. The Kornong District Combat Gardening Association has declared its annual mulching season detente, which means members of the public have a rare opportunity to tour some of the finest private gardens in the first precinct. Many, are, many of which are filled with explosive traps all other times of year. Bus departs di daily at 9 a.m. Cost does not include lunch, overnight accommodations, or medical treatment if participants leave the main tour group. All funds raised go to the Kurnong District Combat Gardening Association Widows Club. What? Combat Bad gardening. gardening. Yeah. Ninja garden. <laughs> like there, there are ravenous plants, and so you're going in and fighting them back? Doesn't say. Just has some very pretty flowers on it. Are we in gruel territory now? No, not yet. Okay. 
We're just in, in some type of wild land where you're, combat gardening is an activity. You're in the last bastion of civilization before you would hit the rubble belt. Oh, okay. Basically, what, because there's no, there's no bus or anything that's going to take you directly into the rubble sure. belt. Sure. Right? So you're in the last, basically the last town on the line before the, the nothingness. Um, but uh, because this is the mountains and not all, it's not as dense and there's a lot of like orchards and farming around here, there are like people maintain gardens. Sure, and okay. still do that. <clears throat> it's still a city, but like think of it as like the suburbs of a city yep. where yeah, like yeah, people yeah. have land, but you're still within city limits. Yep. It's the, uh, the, the Ghibli Museum effectively. Yeah, you're in that part of town. Yeah. Mm. Or, like, I know we've both been to Australia, you know, all the little towns in the Dandenong Ranges. Oh, okay. Because that's technically part of the Greater Melbourne Municipal yeah, Area. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, or, or just, like, you know, the, the part of town near an airport. Surrey. Yeah. yeah. Where it's, like, sorts of semi-rural, but still part of town. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, Pirianda Cheese Fest. Sample more than 60 different cheeses from across Ravnica at the Pirianda Cheese Fest, including Yesku Quark, Undercity Blue, Dusk Mantle Stilton, and the rare Simic, Delica de the rare Simic Delicacy Jellyfishy Poiss. Evening entertainment courtesy <laughs> of the third district sensation, the Masaaki Gorilla Theater Troupe. That's on the Ooh. 14th of Grieve, Ooh. which we is know them. next month. Uh. And then finally, Wanted. Male models, elf, Vidalkin, minotaur, loxodon, and or human willing to model nude for sculpture project. Contact no green up, plan tax, erotic heirlooms. <laughs> Nog just shakes his head and is like, oh, every race except for mine. Okay. 1400 Cardinia uh, Mountain Parkway, Kurnong. I wonder how well this pays. I haven't, I haven't modeled nude since I took this gig. If we had the time, I'd take you over. Yeah. All right. You, you stand there. You get fed, you get some money. Oh, I'm very used to public nudity. Money. All right, so. Ooh. It's unsanctioned. Erotic heirlooms is like <laughs> perfect, by the way. <laughs> you don't even have to declare the taxes. Oh my God. <gasps> Nog is like not thrilled by the thought of any of this. And he's like, come on, let's go see Imperator Andros. All right. All right. Uh, head across, find the cafe, look yep. across from the cafe. That exactly it. You see, this is the downtown strip of Kornong is is literally just a strip. What's mm -hmm. the name of the cafe, by the way? The cafe is the Kornong Cafe. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But there's, <clears throat> in addition to the cafe, there's a there's Smarkhold's General Supplies, the Kornong Hardware Store, Gopnar's Book Emporium. And like a bunch, like six different art galleries and four hotels, three of which have signs advertising cider tasting tours, and one which is touting a rather ambitious dinner theater rendition of Implicit Maze, the musical. What was the second <laughs> word? Implicit Maze. It means there's corn. <laughs> Anyhow, do you want to do you want to check any mm. of this out? Or do you want to just go straight I'll, to Imperator Andros? I'll go to see the Imperator right away. I mean, I'll come with you. Like, yeah, Nog is interested in Implicit Maze, yeah, the musical. We're, we're here for job, like, but... Very, yeah, <laughs> but I, I'd be down to go to maybe a midnight, or like a, a matinee or something. Well, it's like dinner day. theater, so yeah. like, it's for guests of the hotel. You, like, you get your dinner in the theater, and then they do the musical in front of you. <gasps> and we is there audience participation? Does it say anywhere oh, on it? Oh, yeah! That's kind of what's it. We've got our night plans. Wedding, except you, except somebody gets to be Jace Bellerin. Oh. We should also probably find out how much work we actually need to do before we get into too many flights of seven-year-old cider. 
I may have misquoted that, to be honest, but... <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I don't know if we need to leave soon, so yeah, let's go talk to Andras and figure out what's going on. All right, so... Ding, ding, ding. There's, this is a very, it's a wooden building. The Ooh. inside is also wooden. There's paneling everywhere. And the receptionist is this human woman who's watering a impressive geranium. Ooh. You can tell Ooh. that she's been tending this thing for years. It's like four feet high. It's exploding in red flowers. Ooh. It's really nice. Uh, and uh, the walls have these various sort of Azorius issued sun uh, posters, but most of them are just faded by the sun. You recognize some of them as they're all quite old. There's people, they're encouraging people to join the Azoria Senate to report all bylaw infractions and to take public transit to cider tours. Yeah. Hello, can I help you? Hi, uh, my name's Avenir. I'm here to, uh, I have an appointment to meet the Imperator. Oh, excellent, yes. Um, just take a moment and sit there and maybe look through some of our magazines and I'll let the Imperator know that you're here. Just give me one tickety-boo. So she goes into the only other room in this office. Do you think those are 362nd printings of those banners? They look vintage. Uh, I don't know. Look at the, the issue number. Ah, oh, they're reprints. Mm. 363rd. Yeah, you can tell by that 32nd sun flare off the main arc. Do you understand anything about what they're saying, Zog? Nog. Uh, Nog's <laughs> like, meh, and is like looking through the magazines and seeing what's in there. Do you want to read Orchard Life? <laughs> Decamillennial Beekeeper yeah. or Recluse Quarterly. Ooh, Recluse Quarterly sounds kind of interesting. All right. Well, you know, it's like leafing through that. Yeah, I'm going to put my head right up beside. No, uh, I'm still going to look at it too. Yeah. yeah, they're, well, Recluse Quarterly has actually uh, got a very nice uh, article in it about a magical talking dog. <gasps> What's the dog's name? Whatever the dog in Cam is called. I can't remember right now. Oh, oh. This, wait, we were all on that show. <laughs> I don't remember what the dog's name was. I'm gonna say Kevin. It was so good. I miss Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. It's like appears to be some sort of fiction story. Kevin the magical dog. Holy Look moly. at this dog, Valencia. Valencia's like stoked to see a dog on the piece of on the page. <laughs> all right. So then the secretary comes back out and says, "Oh, Imperator Andros, we'll see you now. Go on in, you young man." And then it goes back to watering her geranium. Ooh. All right, I, I walk in to see the Imperator. Right. And we follow? Is that like a, we're yeah. all? Yeah, okay, yeah. These are all friendly people. So Andros is a late middle-aged Loxodon, so if you have to guess, he'd be somewhere around 350. Hmm. Uh, he rises to greet you and offers his trunk to shake your hand. Ooh. I, I follow the proper etiquette. Mm -hmm. Excellent, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a friendly guy. Hmm. He says, and what brings you all the way out here? Well, uh, long story short, we are with the Consumer Goods Inspection Agency, and we're getting a new treaty signed. Mm -hmm. uh, and for that, we need to get a signature from uh, a member of the Gruel clans and a member of the Orzov uh, syndicate. Mm -hmm. The Orzov syndicate contact. Uh, her little brother ran off to join the Gruel clans or hang out with the Gruel clans and won't sign until we retrieve him. And we thought this would be a chance to kill two birds with one stone. Mm. Okay, well, I mean, that makes sense because there are no Orzov out here. Mm -hmm. uh, so you want to go and meet with somebody in the Zykor clan? Yes, we're, we're here. We were told that the boy ran off to join uh, or to hang out with a band, a musical mm. band called King Zykor and the Warbore. 
Oh, yes. I'm quite familiar with the sonorous tones of King Zykor and the Warbor. This summer, we invited them to play Ciderfest. It was a means to celebrate 35 years of peace between our, between our guilds. And I'm led to understand that they discovered there's quite an appetite for their, for their particular interpretation of music. I don't understand the draw to it, really. Mm. So, your goal is to go out, find King Zykor and the war boar, mm -hmm. retrieve this young member of the Orzov, and get your agreement signed. That's correct. Excellent. Well, I do want to warn you about the Zykor clan. They are unique. We have an arrangement with them. Oh. You see, 35 years ago, there was what we call the Great Fire. And uh, since the Great Fire, you have reached an arrangement where we don't try to reclaim any of the land that we lost, and they don't try to murder us in the night. Uh, so it's uh, been a very good arrangement, as you can see, for the area, for tourism, for people not being murdered in the night. And uh, it's uh, not something I'm keen to disturb. So I can definitely find someone who can take you out into the rubble belt hmm. to find the Zykor clan and King Zykor and the war boar. But as a warning to you, and he looks you dead in the eye, Avenir, mm -hmm. if you disturb the peace between our community and the Zykor clan, the complaint I will levy to your supervisors will demote you so far you'll need to spend years working back to the rank of junior male. Oh, I don't think you have anything to worry about, sir. He snorts at you. All right. Let's go meet Beppus. Ooh, Beppus. <laughs> <laughs> Writes down Beppus. <laughs> Is there a history with this name I don't know? Fine. Let's tell you when you're older. <laughs> So, Imperator Andros stands up and uh, says, follow me, and walks you out the main street. All right. You head back to the plaza where the bus dropped you off, and you head over to the tourist information booth, where he knocks on the side of the building with his trunk. Top, 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 top. <clears throat> Nephew Beppus. And Beppus is like, pamphlets. But then realizes who he's heard and lowers the book and is like, Hi, Dad, what do you want? And somebody make me an insight roll here. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'll roll this as well. 13? 11. Also 13. Uh, 16. All right, so you, everybody else is going to be confused about this, but you think for a moment because you're confused as why somebody's nephew and somebody's dad, and then yeah. you yep. realize... Literally my first thought. <laughs> Proper loxodon names include titles that are only trans that are only like rendered properly in the loxodon language that recognize a combination of an individual status, family affiliation, and their role in the community. Which means they are very detailed but are totally untranslatable into common. So if they talk around non-loxodons, they use what they think might be the closest equivalent. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, Bepis being called nephew means maybe loose affiliation child. Right. And dad, I think, is self-explanatory. 
father figure. Father figure, not literally dad, but mm. like probably dad of the community, mm. held very in very high esteem. Like mm. all of my aunties. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, given the name, I was expecting someone with darker skin and a bubblier personality. Anyhow, Bethes uh, is like, yeah, Dad, what, what, what do you want? Escort these men into the rubble belt. They need to track down King Zycor and the war boar. How, how, how would I know where to go and see King Zycor and the war boar in concert? <clears throat> he raises an eyebrow and makes this little, like, noise Ooh. that comes from his no. sinuses. Another lie! Yeah, you got it, Mo. Wow. You're catching on, buddy. And Beppus makes us a little like back. Like these are not renderable. This is like yeah. locks it on talk. And then uh then uh, Beppus sort of like Andra looks at Beppus and Beppus is like Okay, I'll just write my boss a note. It's like, oh no need. I'll tell her you were seconded on official Senate business. Beppus, this is Avenir, Enor, Molander, Nog, and Valencia. Please bork, take them. Bork. So, Beppus is like, okay, packs up the tourist information booth, closes the window, locks it up, and he puts the key underneath a flower pot, <laughs> and uh, says, okay, um, are you four ready to go, or do you need to buy supplies? I brought a bag. I've got pretzels, an extra sandwich, and pajamas. So I think I'm good, and I got my bedroll, I guess, yeah. the regular rations of the Yeah, I've military. got this, like, oversized backpack on, and I'm ready. Basically, I'm good, but if you have any local sausages you can recommend, I wouldn't say no. Uh, the cafe sells sausages. I'm gonna pop over and check. <laughs> All right, well, I have good news for you. Hmm? They have locally sourced organic sausage in a bun for 40 zibs. Ooh. Or for 50 zibs, you can get it with tomatoes, sliced chili peppers, and mayonnaise. Mm. They also sell beaujour and uh, tarts made with local fruit. Spoilers, the fruit is apples. Apple tarts. <laughs> well, it's not blueberries, but I'll have to do. I'll grab one of your uh, spicy sausages and one of those uh, pastries. Oh, that'll be 65 zibs, please. And it is. This, uh, is, this is very beautiful. Because I know, like, if you've ever traveled with Ian, you know that, like, he always stops in the duty-free area every single trip. Every trip. So it's just like, it's very sweet to be like, hey, we're, right, we're all ready to go. It's like, just wait, I've got everything I need, but I first have to stop in and get the local selection. There might be a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Always check out the local delicacies. Yeah. You never know what you're missing out on. It doesn't travel well. I just, yeah, it was just very, I was like, yes, this is very you. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that name, in that case, oh, good. Like, uh, I guess I'll try one of their apple tarts, you know? 15 zibs. Yeah, thanks. Anybody and else want to buy food? Yeah, no. sure, I'll get an apple tart. That sounds nice. Go. Nog's good. He's going to save his dollars for what I assume when we run into some sort of grill sausage person. <laughs> uh, How is the apple tart? <clears throat> the apple tarts are very good. They're very Ooh. nice. The ap apples travel well, so like they are fresh and crispy and good, but they're, like, I would say on par with a very good apple tart from where you're from in the third precinct, in the third district of the sixth precinct. But the sausage, hmm? this is a life-changing sausage. It's so good. You can taste how happy those pigs were before they got turned into a sausage. Where was this place? This is the Cornong Cafe on the main street of Cornong. Mm. So it's a mere four hours out of town. Hmm. But it's good. It's a very, very good sausage. It's organic. It's locally sourced. You should give it a good Welk review. Absolutely. 
So, okay, are you done eating sausages and tarts now? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Lead on, Beppus. So Beppus, uh, Beppus has grabbed a bag himself and has like a little like pack and stuff like that. So, and he's like, okay, follow me. So they walk onto a dirt, you walk all onto a dirt road that leads out of town. Ooh. And after about 10 minutes of walking, the neatly tended orchards and vineyards and stuff around here start to give way to fields where horses and pegasuses are grazing. Ooh. And there are fences surrounding the fields, but they're fairly dilapidated. So you suspect that the main purpose is less about sort of the tiresome work of keeping horsey things in and bitey things out than just making the argument that Ravnican civilization hasn't completely given up yet. After five minutes of walking past these lovely fields and stuff like that, you find yourself at a crossroads. And both roads merge up ahead into a smaller and very rough dirt road that is leading directly into what is undeniably the rubble belt. The tall grasses of the field are just starting to look suspiciously just like grassland here. There are a few small trees that sort of dot the landscape, but as the road, as you follow the road, you can see that they quickly turn into basically a full-on forest. Um, this is the most wild place any of you have ever been. Mm -hmm. This is mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. You can't see houses, you can't see barns, you can't see buildings, and if you turn around because you are in the mountains, you can see the city proper, and it's just Ooh. this gray smear on the horizon. Avenir feels like he's going to fall into the sky. That's yeah. probably... Like, Valencia's like stopping to pee on everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Avenir's, everything. Avenir's like, huh, I think this is agoraphobia. Yeah. It helps if you look at the ground. Just eyes on the horizon. Uh, Beppus is from here, so he's pretty nonplussed, but like he's used to seeing people from the city proper come out here for the first time and be like kind of weirded out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, tourists come up here all the time. He's like patiently waiting for you guys to get your bearings. Uh, at the intersection of these roads, there is a large and weathered wooden sign that says, Warning! You are now entering the 6th District Rubble Belt. Unauthorized entry is forbidden by member of the Azoria Senate, Kurnong Regional Office, in large and sturdy black lettering. Mm -hmm. And painted over the top of that, rendered in what is hopefully just reddish-brown pigment, uh, is a rough and drippy rendition of the Gruel Clan's mark. Huh. And directly beside the sign is a merchant set up with a small and colorful tent decorated with bunting. Good to see cooperation amongst the guilds. Is it uh, by any chance that merchant that we ran into earlier in, in the, the inner city? city? Absolutely. Oh, this it's... is Argila. Hmm. She is a tall, thin woman with pink hair that is piled high into two large buns over her head. And she has a scar going down her left eye. She was wearing the same thing she was wearing last time you saw her, which is a long black dress with orange details going up the sides. I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, why does it say Tent Lady Argue Later? And I'm like, oh, it auto-corrected. <laughs> <laughs> so she sort of looks at you and uh, says, hello again. Hey. Hi. Do much business out here? I sell to who I need to. Hmm. How much were those tents again? 100 Zenos. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Who are, you, who are you selling to out here? It looks... Anyone who needs it. Fair enough. Any chance you'd be willing to cut a deal? Nope. Well, maybe we'll come into... I mean, a tent would be pretty cool out here, I imagine, but... I, I've always wanted to sleep under the stars. It's a safe place for a long rest. That's a good motto. Thanks. Well, if we get money, I'll... You, we'll know who to call. 
Okay. Could we make some sort of arrangement here, perhaps? Mm. Maybe bargain a bit. Maybe should we the tent fit our needs? Perhaps you could receive some sort of an endorsement. Mm, don't think so. Well, okay then. <laughs> I just sort of turn to Enor, and I'm like, "Were you trying to find like a sponsorship for like our fellowship?" Just try to get a deal any way I can. Sometimes you can't roll for it, though. Yeah, these are these are magical tents. They're imbued with wards of protection. It takes me a long time to make sure everyone is perfect. So I'm not particularly inclined to cut you a deal, particularly as you're not a repeat customer. Do you get many repeat customers? Oh, yes. Really? Every single one of my customers is a repeat customer. That tells me something about your tents that maybe you're not saying. Yes, it tells you that they keep you alive. Well, hold on. Time out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nox, like, hold on. How can they, if they're repeat customers and they've already bought a tent, doesn't that imply that the tent, like, broke or something and they have to come back and buy another one, thereby saying that the tents aren't that great? Single use. Oh. Oh. Right. Single use tent. What happens to the tent when it's done? The magic is finished. So it just becomes a tent? It becomes a point at which you reflected upon how you were saved. Oh. But for in, in non-metaphorical terms, <laughs> do we still have a physical habitation thing? They're magical tents. They yeah. disappear after one use, but they're guaranteed to keep you alive and safe at any circumstance whatsoever. Okay, that makes sense. I'm yeah. just sure if maybe it had wards or something. Uh, I don't really understand yeah. magic. I'm beginning I mean, to request a spec sheet for these tents here yeah. to find an example. Is, is Beppus just like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beppus is like, God. <laughs> Beppus, do you know Beppus has pulled his book back out. I, write, I make an 18 arcana roll, if there's any way to sort of like understand and communicate how that might work. Uh, these are magical tents, yeah. and if you sleep in them... Uh, the magic will shield you, will basically make a bubble around you from, and nothing will be able to come in and out, and you will be able to take a long rest, 100% safe, but after the spell is over, which you, which you, uh, start the spell by opening the tent after the spell, sure. after the spell is over, the spell is over, and the tent and the spell disappear. Hmm. But you've had a safe, long rest. Sure, okay, so I got about 30 Xenos to my name. I got, yeah, I got nothing. Anyway, yeah. it was a pleasure to meet you again. Yeah, huh? yeah Have fun. Like, hopefully we just keep running into each other, you know? It's good to see you. I am where I need to be found. Wow. That must be nice. And she's like, bye, Beppus. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> see you later, Argila. Oh. You go into the rubble belt. All right. Now for some box sex with the rubble belt. Ooh. Ooh. Although a highly civilized place, Ravnica is not immune to disasters, either natural or is it. <laughs> 35 years ago, the infamous Cardinia Mountain wildfire swept through this land, wiping more than 200 kilometers of roads, orchards, and quiet mountain settlements off the map. The destruction was so horrific, thorough, and complete that very few of the survivors even wanted to try and rebuild. The area quickly fell into ruin and became one of the biggest rubble belts in all of Ravnica. And the Zykor Gruul clan, which had previously been regarded as a reoccurring menace in the Cardinia Mountains, were the only people interested in living among the smoldering remains. So none of the trees you will see here are thick or old. 
And every few hundred meters, you pass blackened stone chimneys and overgrown cement foundations, marking the places where houses used to be. Every once in a while, one of these husks is surrounded by enormous dark lumps of melted glass. Ooh. But Neat. it's very beautiful now. You can hear birds chirping and animals chittering. And you Ooh. walk along this path, and then the path sort of takes a turn and goes into much deeper, darker woods. And then there's like a little footpath along the side that doesn't go into the woods, or the, the deep, dark woods. It sort of stays in like these light woods. It says, and Peppa says to you, um, do you people want to take the long and safe route or the short route? How often do you take the short route? And more importantly, if we take the short route, are you still coming with us? I'll, I'll come with you, but there's the long and safe route, and then there's the short route. How much shorter is, like, the short route? It's a lot shorter. I mean, do we have anywhere we gotta be? What? I'm, we've got kind of a time limit. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I guess we gotta hustle. I mean, I think, I'd say we have, like, approximately <coughs> six more adventures of this length. <laughs> well, like... I could, I could cast a spell and we could try and be sneaky through the short route. Maybe nothing bad will happen. How bad is the short route? Well, there's a, if we take the long and safe route, we don't go directly into the woods, uh, which means that there's less animals to encounter and uh, less uh, obstacles in the way because we'll sort of skirt around to get to the Zykor clan winter encampment. Ah, more dice rolls, I see. Um, <laughs> let's do the long and, long and safe route. Um, Since we can abstract probably the travel time. Well, there's a, there's an interesting part, which is if the short route is this gets into the weird thing like less than an hour, I can I can cast pass without trace on us. Mm. Um, uh, it will take more than an hour to get anywhere. <laughs> well, not that short. Yeah, we're still like okay, the short route we're talking like probably three to four hours, depending how well you people can walk through rough terrain, which I'm guessing, since you're all city folk, is not that well. Mm. Uh, the long and safe route, we are going to be camping overnight. But I guarantee on the long and safe route, which is the route that we locals use, that you will probably not see anything too terrifying. I don't make any promises. You're kind of like the leader of the bunch. Long and safe, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Avenir's nothing if not a coward. All right. Well... <clears throat> Uh, after a brief discussion, you look at the dark, scary, foreboding woods, and you turn right, and you do not go into them. You stay, sort of, you, you, you break east towards Mount Cornong, and you avoid that main path, and you stick to the fringes of the rubble belt, basically. Like, you can see, you're sort of orbiting the whole thing, doing a gradual curve, and you can see in the distance there's probably still some fields and some orchards, but, you know, over that way there's more trees and stuff like that. So, and also it's quite flat here because you're still in the grassland. So the walking is easier, so it's less exhausting. So you're going to make better time. All right. Uh, okay. You're going to follow this. You're going to walk through this grassland for probably about an hour. Everybody roll a d6. Oh, a d6. One. One. Four. Five. All right. Thank you. You two. Yes. See a hawk perched high in the trees watching the grasslands. Uh, who rolled four? That was I. You see an enormous stinking pile of notarog dung. Mm. And what did you get? Five. Very faintly, Melander, in the very far distance. Yes. You can see a wild unicorn. Oh. You gain a point of inspiration. Ooh. 
Nice. Yeah. Well, we well we saw a bird. <laughs> I guess, hey guys, hey guys, look! And I take it, it's gone. When it's I... gone. Like wow. so basically, it was grazing, and it just like tossed its head up and looked incredibly beautiful and majestic, and then like went back into the grass. What, what, what did your elven eyes see? A unicorn. Mm. It was so beautiful. They took the homeboys to laser tech. <laughs> Uh, how far away, how far away was it? Pretty far, oh, just barely up the distance, and now it's gone. How can you tell it was a unicorn? And it wasn't just a horse. Sometimes you just know what a unicorn looks like? My heart knew. Oh. All right. I was too proud to be a horse. Like, yeah. Like, to, yeah. Be, to be clear, it did have one horn, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, there's a unicorn. <laughs> unlike unlike those triceracorns. <laughs> Look, the, we pent the pentacorns are the one you got to worry about. We are still attempting to verify the the majority of the sighted animals within the beast area. Hmm. Fair. The tricorn is still a valid animal. <laughs> I'm holding out hope. <laughs> holding out hope. So Not my department. After a few more hours of this, it's very pleasant. You see striders, wild striders, just grazing, and you see huge butterflies. It's really, really nice, honestly. Your, your head stops spinning as much, and you sort of start to appreciate how good the air smells out here. Mm. And the sky starts to streak with orange, because it was already the afternoon by the time you got to Kornong. So mm. you've been walking for probably another, like, four hours. Right. Right. And uh, Beppus says, how do you all feel about finding a spot to camp? That sounds good. All right, somebody make me a survival nature roll and see how good of a camping spot you're going to get. Well, actually, this might be an interesting opportunity. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, mm -hmm. do, 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 I'll take a nature roll raw. Yeah, who? Survival. You can raw dog a nature roll. Well, I, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, if oh, if oh, I may, who here yeah. has the best? Who here has the best uh, survival skill? It might be you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've, I have plus two. I, plus gonna, I mean, are you, are you a wisdom-based class? Yeah, okay. Yeah. If not, I was going to, I have the ability to offer some guidance, but if I have the best skill here, I won't offer guidance, because I yep. can't guide myself. Well, the four of you are looking around. Beppus has gone back to reading his book. I got a 21. Oh, perfect. Okay, well, <laughs> Melander, uh, uh, Beppus is almost about to step in when all, when, like, these two are, like, looking at, like, uh, wet, boggy spots. And I'm like, this like is that. a good rock! Yeah. It's going to be a great pillow! That Valencia <laughs> then pees on. <laughs> right. uh, but then you're like... Describe the camping spot you find to me. Ooh, it's very nice. There's a there's a little stream that goes by, and it's somewhat covered by the burnt-out husk of an old building that's been magnificently covered in greenery. So it offers some protection from the wind, and there's a water source, and it's nice and flat down here. Oh, that's a great camping spot. And uh, Beppus agrees with you, and you can see that there is, in fact, some 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 maybe some indication that other people have camped Ooh. here. Ooh. in previous times, so this is a well sort of known camping spot. Hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you find a nice camping spot and set up camp with uh, very little uh, troubles, but maybe some troubles. Who? So you didn't buy Argeela's tent, which would have magically had lots of room for everybody. Who has a tent? <laughs> I have a tent. Well, and you I have mean... a one-person tent, then, since you're carrying it yourself. Yes. Not in the Explorer tent? pack, unfortunately. Yeah, it doesn't come in the Explorer pack. Mm. Uh, Bepis looks at you and sets up his own individual tent. I have a small tent, a bedroll, 
and some rations. Oh, fantastic. Uh, what do you guys have? In my massively comically oversized bag that I've Can you? A bedroll, bed rations. Roll. Rations. Mm. And overhead cover. Ooh, a little oh, tarp? Like a no, tarp. no, the stuff that you mentioned. Oh, the other stuff yeah. that's in there, sure. Uh, Nog has a bedroll and like, uh, like he brought like a like a pillow and all like and like blanket and, and all that kind of jazz. Um, and uh, he also brought uh, his pajamas and Valencia's special pajamas as well. And so we change into those behind a tree as he takes off his armor and stuff. So. That happens. <laughs> Pepper says, do you want to eat dinner before you go to bed? Oh, yeah, no, I just, you know, I'm getting comfy. We're, we're camping. And how often do I get, I don't often get to, you know, just sleep under the stars like this. So I want to get all ready. And he, like, pulls out of one of the packs. He's got, like, some uh, Ravnican weenies and stuff like, like, I, I would say, like, standard, like, Boros kind of, like, style. Okay, ones. so very average sausages. Yes, very average sausages. And he had, and also pulls out uh, little sticks that uh, you can use to roast. I heard these are really good for roasting weenies over a fire. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, Lander, have you ever set up a tent before in your life? I'm sure in the Selesnia training, uh, where we do a lot of nature stuff, maybe. Okay, roll me... You can roll me a survival to see how well you set up your tent. Just average, or am I disadvantaged here because you I don't, don't think I've done it before? Okay. No, you All said right. you, you said maybe you've done it. So it it makes sense. It's a very it's a very Selesnya thing. I get a very average roll here. Fourteen. Your tent is fine. Ooh. All right. Uh, it gives you some difficulty at first, like you know the little like ro uh, rods that you have to bend over go. Fling, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, but you know you eventually get them under control and like get it nailed down. Uh, so yeah. So do you guys want to roast some weenies then? Yeah. Sure. All right. I brought six. I, I, I have a ration. Mm. It says I get rations, so I'm like, mm -hmm. nice is. <laughs> I'll eat one of my uh, one of my cured sausages of my own design. Excellent. Uh, Beppus is gonna pull out some sausages and stuff that food that he brought, but his is all local yeah. and it's better than yours. Um, can Valencia sort of like go out to sort of like fetch a bunch of dry wood and stuff like that to make a fire, or do we have some way of making a fire? Oh yeah, you can make a fire. Oh yeah, as part of the yeah, <laughs> yeah. part of the survival. Totally. Part right. yeah. funny I can make a fire. fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume that between the four of you and Beppus, who is from around here, uh, mm. that a fire can be made, especially since you're and contained. In a sheltered, wind-sheltered area, it is not raining, and you're in the grasslands. There's lots of, like, twigs and kindling and mm. dried grasses and right. stuff. All right. So now it is a pleasant and quiet evening. Ooh. I, I drink tea. Mm. So what are you all out here for? Because Dad said you had to come and see King Zykor and the Warbore. None of you look like music fans. <laughs> We're actually here to get something signed. It's Senate business. Ah, yep. So, like, Beppis, mm -hmm. have you chosen a guild yet? Uh, I, my family, except for Dad, has a strong uh, history of being guildless. That's weird, because your name actually suggested you might be good for is it? Mm, no, I'm okay. I would like to become a writer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the book you're reading? Uh, it's called Quantum Mechanics, Planck's Revenge. It's about a man who discovers that all things in life are made out of tiny particles that are trying to kill us. Ooh. Well, like, Selesnia will always welcome people with whatever path, man, you know? Like, mm -hmm. excuse me. You ever feel, do you ever feel like you want to give back to Ravnica because it's giving you everything? Then you'll find a home there. Just let V2's embrace, embrace you. 
don't don't mind him. Yeah, he's he a little bit culty. It's kind of strange, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like most of the like, a lot of tourists come out here. Very few of them proselytize, and a lot of them are just rude. So at least he's polite about it. Hmm. So, uh, do you do much writing then? Uh, I mean. I try to. I don't get a lot done during high season because it's just too busy. Uh, but there's really not much else to do out here aside from uh, see local music. Oh, All the kids go out to see King's Icor and the Warbore play. Yeah, what, what kind of music are they? Uh, like, there's nine of them. And it's really hard to describe. Everything they do is different from everything else. Uh, hmm. They're like, yeah, they're just really into like uh, cool, high-energy music. It's sort of unlike anything else I've heard before, because most people are just like, you know, out there with like a lute or something like that, being like, oh, my darling, you are so beautiful, you have lovely hair, but King's Icor are just song. like, yeah, Ilharg the Razebor! <laughs> why, why King's Icor? Do they have personas, or? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, like, they're, we see them play, but we don't, like, talk to them too much. They're the Zykor clan, so I assume it's something to do with that. I've hmm. never asked, because I'm a little scared. Oh, if you've seen enough. them before, do you like know where we could find them when we get there? Because Yeah, I'm literally taking you to where they are. That's well, the, the whole plan. Yeah. Not, not the clan, the band. Yes. They're, yeah. yeah. The yeah. clan going... is the band? They're no, all clan. in the band? The clan oh. is the clan. The, it's the Zykor clan. Yeah. And nine members are in the band, and they, they, they're part of the Zycor clan, so we're going out to their winter encampment, because oh. this is where they stay in the winter months. I, oh. I guess going, when they're not on tour. I assume we're going to like a giant city, and like somewhere in there, there might have been a band, but I may have misunderstood. Do you know what the Rubble Belt is? No, nah, man, I don't get out much. Follow-up question, and this may seem idiotic. Is the King Zycor actually the king of the Zycor? Further follow-up question, is there a warbore? I think that's like the metaphorical warbore they talk about in their songs. God, yeah. I hope so. I, like, I, <laughs> I see them play, we go out to like concerts in the woods, they come in for they played like Cider Fest, and then they like went on tour and they came and they did like a show in Kornong and it was so it's, good. It's just important to ask sometimes. I once saw a Steely Dan show and it was just this solemn slim acrim just sitting there on stage with a guitar. It was Weird. Oh no, their shows are lit, my friend. They are so good. They're the best part about living out here. Actually, I kind of like living out here. Hmm. You know, a lot of my friends have gone and moved off to like, you know, better, like bigger parts of the city, but I think I'm going to stay out here in the Cardinia Mountains. Maybe not in Cornong, just because then like dad's always around. And I don't feel like I can have too much independence. Hmm. But like, it's nice. It's quiet. I might, I might retire here in a couple hundred years, depending on how the cider is. That's what a lot of people do out here. We gotta keep some young people around. Uh, yeah, I, I'll continue the conversation, but like, I, I want to get a sense for what kind of music they they are. I don't want to go. They're into a rock this. and roll band. Okay. Yeah. They're they're like a they're like a heavy rock band because mm -hmm. like I don't know if heavy metal is on Ravnica and they don't have like is it powered instruments or anything like that. But they're like a rock and roll band. They have lots of different instruments. Okay. Uh, they do two like, drummers. They have two, two drummers. drummers. It's like their big selling point. Everybody talks about how they have two drummers. Yeah. It's a, it's a novel innovation. 
Um, you know, so, you know, they, and there's like a guy who plays a sitar, there's a guy who plays a lute, there's a dulcimer, there's a, there's a harmonica. They have a pyrotechnics person, apparently. Somebody play like a kalimba? No, no kalimbas. <laughs> there's an ocarina, though. Ooh! Uh, they Dul don't... Dulcimer hammered or plucked? Plucked. Mmm. So, yeah, they're just like, they're a, they're a rowdy rock and roll band, and they play songs that make you feel good, make you want to shake your booty or your trunk if you're a on like me. And uh, they're lots of fun, and for, for like, we all maintain a healthy level of respect for them because they are from the Zykor Gruel clan, but they all seem to be fairly easygoing, nice people. They didn't try to light Kornong on fire when they came through, and then they, they, they did the thing, and they, they came back, and they were, they were very, they were fine, and, and uh, we all just sort of, you know, want to keep it being fine. So don't mess it up, okay? It's the only thing we got going for us out here, entertainment-wise. We're just here to take a kid home and get a thing signed. When I mean, if we could catch a show, that'd be cool, because we've been hearing so much about them. But oh, honestly, so the sooner we get, like, all these signatures done, the sooner we all just get to, you know, go our separate ways and relax a little bit. I think we'll earn a I'm definitely going to take a vacation after this one. Speaking of which, have you ever seen a... Uh a blonde teenage human boy with them. His name is uh, Ogavan. Kind of looks like a stuck-up Orzov kid, I imagine. Uh, maybe, actually. Hmm. they He's not a member of the band. Nobody in the band is, like, blonde. But when they were coming back after they finished their tour a couple of days ago, they definitely had a blonde kid with them. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like a roadie? Mm, I would say this is more of a boyfriend situation. Hmm. At least that's what I'm led to believe. They, mm -hmm. they, I mean, typically I don't hold hands and kiss people that I'm not in a relationship with. But then again, I'm not a member of the Gruel clan, so I don't want to judge. Huh. I mean, some of us <laughs> seem to be fairly liberal with this as well. I knew it was coming. <laughs> what? You don't, you know, not everyone has to be monogamous, man. Like, that's not what I was implying. You can just love. <laughs> Yeah, loxodons aren't like that. Hmm. Sometimes you can love and not touch. That's more what I was implying. <laughs> love with your heart, not your hands. <laughs> Funnily enough, that's actually the name of an album of one of my favorite bands. <laughs> oh, really? Which other bands do you like? Suddenly uh, you've caught Bepis's attention. Bepis is a music fan. I'm not necessarily in that deep into the rock kind of music, mm. so but I do find myself frequently listening to more ethereal stuff. A lot of uh, uh, this, th that, that's the latest album coming out from uh, Eidolon of Cherry Blossoms. <laughs> Bepis is kind of like, right? Yeah, I mean. I mean, like, I'm a fan of soft rock occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Well, realistically, I think it takes a little bit more of a trained ear that you'll probably ascertain when you get a little bit older. But, you know, it's... <laughs> it's, it's kind of a thing. You're not really going to enjoy Steely Dan until you're in your 400s or so. Yeah, you've been, you've been around the block once or twice. Yeah. Now, I'm 32. <laughs> wow, so am I, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 32 in Goblin. <laughs> right. And Loxodons live to be about 450. Yeah. Hmm. So he's, like, I don't know, by I think a human equivalent, you're out there with a 16-year-old. Hmm. I tell him about my favorite artist, Burn Frost. Weird. Mmm! <laughs> what kind of... That sounds like weird music. 
Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, you know, noise <laughs> distortion. Cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. Loudest experience I've ever had. Neat. Beppa's is far more into that. <clears throat> Anyhow. Yeah, I would say a lot of cherry blossoms is akin to like purity ring and grimes. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> steely Dan is Steely Dan. Yeah. Steely Dan. He, he exists across the entire multiverse <laughs> simultaneously. He transverse universes. <laughs> he happens to just be a big piece of metal in Praise this Praise be to Steely Dan. When did Steely Dan get that Planeswalker spark? Who knows? <laughs> Have you heard his albums? Steely Dan is actually just from Dominaria. <laughs> We have a very pleasant evening talking <clears throat> music and bands and stuff with Beppus, who is pretty okay for a sixteen-year-old. I was gonna say he didn't. He didn't. At first, he struck me as the like, like the dude with like the the side bang. Is like, I don't want to be here. I'm gonna leave. It just seems like a kid who's just like, I'm doing my job because I have to. Kind yeah, of thing. he's just been worn down by like lots of tourists, like the the tourists that you encountered on your way here, being mm. rude and entitled. And so he doesn't care anymore. There's yeah. also the fun thing of a person in the service industry who can hate you but still have a very pleasant conversation with you because that's their job. Mm. Yeah, Beppus has not mastered that skill yet. He's too ah. young. <laughs> <laughs> this is all legitimate. Yeah. So, yeah. So Beppus is kind of like, you know, warming up to you guys. Mm. And event, But eventually he's like, all right, it's getting dark and we still have a lot more walking to do in the morning. Um, since we're not, like, I think that, you know, we should assign watches because... It's the rubble belt, and we're on the edge, but you never know. Hmm. Sure. So I'll, like I'll I... volunteer either for, like, I have the worst sight of anyone here, because I think everyone else has dark vision. Yeah. Valencia uh, is, like, trained to keep watch and stuff like that, too. Like, that's kind of her shtick. Okay, but she, just has to, she has to sleep at some point. Though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, she's... She'll able... be, like... But even when she's sleeping, like, because she's a dog, she's pretty, like, hyper-attentive and stuff like that. So, like... I... Just in case anyone falls asleep, I'm going to cast an alarm spell around the 20-foot cube where we're actually sleeping around the fire. Oh, cool. That's um, useful. It's also worth mentioning that as an elf, I only need four hours of trance-like sleep per night. Hmm. Uh, so if I just go first and get that, I can stay watch with my, my night vision for the remainder yeah. of the night. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Dawn. Sure. Since my sight is the worst. Yeah. And I imagine Avenir is used to getting up at like... 5 a.m. to go to the gym, okay. you know, to be seen going to the gym. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as I fall asleep now, I can take care of the rest, which is oh. good. So, okay. yeah, watch take... order is going to go... I'll take the first. I'll take the first watch. I'm finishing up this cup anyway. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so one and two. Yeah. All right, Nog and Valencia pass out. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll take it. All yeah. right, yeah. night, says Bethus. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Nog, Fossil, Nog and uh, Valencia kind of curl up in their pajamas in the single bedroll. <laughs> All right. It's like a Scooby-Doo uh, and Shaggy let's situation. Do, uh, let's roll some dice here to see Ooh. what happens on your watch. Uh -oh. nurse this cider for the so next So you're four watching hours. for the first four hours? You're yep. watching for the second four hours? Well, sure. <clears throat> uh, Ian, during the first hour, a raccoon saunters up to the campsite and begins sniffing around. Cool. Did you guys leave out any food? No. It sniffs around and leaves disappointedly. Mm. There's like, I mean, there's still the pretzels. In Can I offer way. to feed it? Oh. It, <laughs> the the face to? that Cameron just made. <laughs> 400 raccoons arrive shortly. <laughs> you know, oh actually, no, that is not something I would do. I would be very confused by what this being is, and I'm just going to let it leave. Okay, uh -huh. it's on, it, it, it shuffle cats its way into yeah. the woods. Obviously some kind of weird goblin subspecies. Yeah. yeah. With its hands. 
Uh, no relation. A couple hours later, you see a rabbit, a beautiful, cute bunny bunny, uh -oh. slowly and cautiously approach the fire, the mm. smoldering remains of your fire, because it's mesmerized by the light. And As it approaches, I very quickly attempt to modify the spell to keep it from going off. Oh, okay. Uh, it does. Do you need to roll for that, or can no. you just do it? Okay. In that case, rabbit comes into your campsite, sniffs around, and looks at you with his big, round, brown bunny eyes, and then you hear nothing because they are silent. But uh, with just this, you see an owl materialize out of the trees, grab the rabbit with its talons. You hear, ee! as the owl and the rabbit disappear back into the trees. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Nature, you scary. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then you hear a little snuffling and grunting in the distance, but nothing that is it's very far away. So that's Ooh. what they do when we forget to feed them. Uh, Melander, yeah. you wake up in the you wake up after. Good night, Enor. Good night. Ah, some alone time, just like me and nature, man. You hear some snuffling in the distance, <sighs> but nothing comes close. Like nothing is coming yeah. near the camp. Nature snuffling, good. Good. Uh, a couple hours pass without incident, uh, and then a couple more hours pass without incident. Uh, morning slowly begins to dawn and you are menaced incredibly by buzzing insects oh because you're out of your tent um. everybody else is who is not sleeping in a tent raise your hands there are bugs everywhere in the morning in the wilderness Give me a second. like all over us oh yeah they're landing on you they're like what kind of bugs like mosquitoes and oh no i like <laughs> not, mm. not wakes up. Occasionally, butterflies that are just beginning their day, flies, but uh, like there are insects. Valencia starts eating them, like like licking them off of me as like Nog is like still sleeping. You, this is irritating, but like no one's going. Everyone's going to be annoyed, and it will wake you up. Yeah. Basically, like mm -hmm. these little like fluttery feelings are going to start waking you up, but like you're not going to like take any damage. They're, they're just mosquitoes. Oh. I, I have a nightmare about bugs landing on me. And it turns out, then bugs land on you. Nog, Nog wakes up and goes, "Bah!" Beppus pokes his head out of his tent. I'm imagining as a druid, I should have some type of way to deal with this. With bugs? I don't know. Nature. Hmm. <laughs> I, I haven't found a solution yet, but I'm looking. I'm communing with nature. This okay. is nature. <laughs> While you commune with nature, do you guys want to eat breakfast before we head out? Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We'll say you prepare a quick and yeah, okay, okay, satisfying okay. breakfast. Cool. Because everybody brought some rations, I assume. Yeah. Another Landager and piece of bread. <clears throat> All right. You continue this very pleasant walk, very skirting the edges of the woods. Hmm. But you just start to get sort of a little bit more into them now. But it's still, you're on a well-marked uh, path. Hmm. Every, there's a little, like, <clears throat> every so often it, like, burned out buildings or like really big trees there's like colorful pieces of metal that have been nailed out here mm -hmm. uh probably as like signals by the locals of like this is where to go um and then eventually you start heading into the woods and uh you cross a little creek on something that looks sort of like a suspiciously well-maintained wooden bridge in the rubble belt hmm. uh and uh but you can see far off in the distance there's <coughs> A huge ruins of something that looks sort of similar to the Kurnong town, count, town Plaza, but mm. bigger and with stone buildings. Which oh. is why it, some of them are still standing, or standing-ish, 
right? Like walls, mm -hmm. maybe the first floor of a two-story uh, building. It's all been destroyed by the fire. Um, we can't really see any trace of the fire now, though. While we're walking, I'll ask Bepis about any points of etiquette for meeting oh. with. Well, I mean, uh, that's a good question. The Zykor uh, clan. Uh, I mean, typically, we don't go out there unannounced. A uh, sign is posted that there will be a concert, mm -hmm. and those who wish to go to the concert will follow this path to uh, this uh, to the Zykor winter encampment, uh, and we will see the concert, and then we will leave because the concert has been put on, and and mm. then we respect that we are being invited to their territory. Mm. Um, and uh, we, so I've never gone and knocked on the door, so to speak, because Dad told me that would be a bad idea, and I respect his authority. We should have brought gifts. I've got pretzels. I have a pouch of tobacco. What kind of, what kind of gifts do you think they like? Earnest ones, maybe? Huh. So I got one of my sausages. So, since you're within sight hmm. of the Zykor winter camp, you have found the gruel and a little bit more box text. <clears throat> Under the terms of the original guild pact, the gruel were supposed to be the wardens of Ravnica's wild places. But as the city's boundaries pressed ever outwards, those wild places soon became farmland, then houses, then strip malls, then suburbs, then cities, then undercities, then gentrified undercities. And soon the last untouched pieces of Ravnican wilderness were nothing more than scattered strips, left alone not because they were special or valued, but because the Azoria Senate's most recent version of the building code had introduced mandatory setbacks of 100 meters from major highways. Oof. The Gruel, understandably, were quite irritated by this turn of events. The Guild Pact, the magical contract by which all of Ravnican civilization was governed, said the Gruel were the guardians of the wilderness, which meant at least according to some of the Gruul's more laterally-minded members, that if there wasn't any wilderness left, they'd just have to make more, by any means necessary. The Gruul, fractured into lawless, loosely-affiliated clans of raiders and barbarians, and the kind of people that typically join the Gruul clans are passionate about the outdoors, enjoy camping, and usually when you meet them, in the process of breaking your nose. <clears throat> so what's the plan? Uh, says Beppus. Because I don't want to get any closer. There's two entrances. There's the main entrance, which I have never gone through, but I, can, but I have seen it in the distance. And there's the side entrance where the stage is set up, which is normally where we go. Uh, I think Maybe we should probably stage. make our presence, announce oh. our presence. Officially known. Yeah. I oh. think like the main entrance is a good talk. Yes. We don't want them to think that we're like, we're, like we're sneaking, sneaking about. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. if we're here on business, we could be like, hey, what's up, friends? We're here on business. Presumably, we're being watched. Some, Ooh, I would assume somebody would have noticed us by now. Yeah, and I mean, realistically, uh, we need that signature anyway, so if we start with that, maybe we can move on to meeting the band as well. Uh, yeah. We're, I'm, I'm assuming we're all in like our official guild regalia as well. I, you haven't told me you have it. You're not, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, so. we, we, we had the chance to pack, because like, we changed out of it when we went to the crisis. Yeah. Uh, but I assume we got back in. Yeah. It's, so. it's been a couple of days. Yeah. We look official. Mm -hmm. All right. Who has the books? Who has the... the okay. Uh, the three of us all have one copy. Yeah. All right. I am not in charge of that. Okay. All right. Well, 
So we're going in the main entrance. Cool. Okay. Uh, like Bepis Bepis. Is yeah, Bepis. Bepis. more comfortable. You can, can stand here, man. Yeah. yeah. You've done your job, really. Are you going to wait for us and show us back, or like? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll wait okay, for you cool. and show you back. Cool. Here, you like? You want a hug? No. Nope. He sort of pushes you back with his trunk. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Thank you very much, Bepis. We'll... My floor always gave me a hug if I was scared. Hopefully, we won't be longer. Do than... you want a hug, Molander? Yeah. He grabs you, he puts his trunk around your shoulders, but he doesn't give you like an arm hug. I like do the weird awkward side hug thing. He's giving you a side hug with his trunk. Yeah, give thanks. That locks it on the side I hope that hug. I hope that's, that helps, man. I don't care. But it seems to make you <laughs> yeah. feel better, so like, whatever. <laughs> I think that was more for you, buddy. Okay. We'll get there. <clears throat> so I'm just, I guess I'll wait here. Hmm. And so he sits down at the Ooh. bridge outside of... Yeah. Outside of town, outside of their encampment, you're about a hundred meters away, and he pulls out his book. Hey, Avenir. Mm -hmm. Before we go in, like, if you're going to be chatty with them, can I, can I give you like a little pep talk? Sure. Because sure, when I there. find when I find back at home, like the spirit of V2 can really can really help me out. I'm going to put my hand on you, mm -hmm. and I'm going to use the druid ability of guidance, and. When you're talking to them ahead, just picture the spirit of Ravnica and all the positivity that it's given, and let those words speak through you, and they'll help. Okay. And, and now you should have a bonus D4 on your next roll action you take. Hooray! Okay. Uh, so, I am going to, I don't know, approach the front entrance? Yeah. Well... <clears throat> the path sort of leads to the side entrance because the path is leading to the, the where the band would play. Right. And you can see that there's like some little like patches of like they look sort of like plants that maybe are tended some times of years and not others. Mm -hmm. it looks sort of gardeny. And there's definitely like a wooden stage that's been built. Okay. Uh, along like sort of the raggedy wall of like this um, this uh, this former plaza. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And you can see that there's a hole in the wall. Which is probably where the band would come out to do their concerts, um, and then if you fall, and then but that's one side, and then the front entrance, uh, you walk through the woods and around the compound, and you can actually see the sort of cracked remains of a, what looks like it was a main road because this used to be a town around here, hmm. uh, and it just leads into a front entrance which is flanked by like two the remains of two guard towers, and are you walking up or are you trying to like investigate like look around a little bit first? I'll walk up. All right, well, there are two I... gruel guards standing at the entrance of their encampment. Okay. Uh, and uh, they are surprised, to say the least, to see you walk up to their encampment. Uh, Hello. What do you want? They, like, raise their spears at you. Remember the spirit of Ravnica. Hi, I'm here on uh, Senate Business. I need to get something signed. I was hoping to speak with the elder of your clan. Senate? Like Andros? Like 6th District Senate. But yes, we spoke with Andros on our way in. They're a little confused. This has literally never happened before. My name's Avenir. They don't tell you their names. They look back and forth. I try and look non-threatening and I wave. 
Nogleg, Nogleg gives you the A. They clearly trust Andros. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Andros said that uh, it's pretty important that we let you know and ensure that uh, we don't meet, we're not here to break any treaty mm -hmm. or any pact or anything like that. It's just important that this document gets signatures from all the guilds, and we wanted to make sure that you guys were included, because the Gruul are important. He even sent his son to guide us. He's a big fan. Can is Beppis like able to be seen up the hill? No, uh, he's way back in the woods. Dig. So, the guards talk among themselves for a second, and uh, one of them leaves. Hmm. Are they both? What races? They're, they're are both they? human. Oh, they're human. Both, okay. They're you're gruel humans. They've got like Ew. ratty clothes. Like they look like they've got like red and green body paint. They mm. look, you know, they got like mohawks and spiky hair. They look very young, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I figured they're that they're in their maybe maybe late teens, early twenties. I figured that we were in one of those. We're we're around one of those guilds that has the potential to have goblins in it. So that's one that I can oh, interact yeah. with a little yeah. bit. Well, these these ones are humans. Yeah. Uh, so they, they so one of them leaves. The mm. other one points his spear back and forth. Yep. And then the other one comes back with two enormous nidorogs, uh, which are like huge dog creatures. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And the dogs are like, well, they're they're not really dogs. They're like wolf size with big snouts and like hard like skin on their faces. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, and they and he has one on like they have enormous rope leashes around their necks because they're tame to the gruel. Yeah, right. And they're growling at you and he says any false moves and you will not be in one piece anymore. <laughs> Follow me. And so he leads you Mm -hmm. into the gruel encampment Ooh. so level one complete <laughs> worry so you have a you have, a, you have a heavily armed escort okay do you guys want to look around and see what you see yeah, yeah. i mean no <laughs> false moves yes. no sudden moves yes. yes i'm riding on valencia for what it's like. okay yeah. they're they're keeping there's four of them and four of you essentially mm -hmm. they came and made sure that there was as many Even. of them as there were of you so you can see that this gruel encampment is actually fairly organized by gruel standards. Uh, it, there's a bunch of yurts that are set up. Ooh, where, roughly how large? Like, uh, There's probably about like maybe 15 or 20 yurts. Okay. Some of them are very small. Some of them are really big. There's one really, really big one that's over back by the entrance to the stage area. It's really kind of like about a city block size. Yeah, area. it's about a city block size okay. area. And there's some burnt trees in here, and then those are new trees, and there's the rema like crumbled remains of a fountain and stuff like that. And all there's like, there's like, like this was a brick plaza, mm. and all the bricks are like black, and there's like tree like trees and grass and wildflowers and just crap growing everywhere now. Mm. But there, but and you can see that there's, there there were buildings here, but now they're all covered in like graffiti, but also murals and stuff like that. And like beautiful drawings of like animals and hmm. mountains and stuff like that. Um, hmm. uh, who wants to make me a perception check? I guess we should I, all roll it or is it? Yeah, I mean, go for it. Four. Wait, uh, Melander, mm. does, the, does that inspiration apply to the next roll no matter what it is? Uh, I think. Or you, can I just? I think um, you the choose. The inspiration's his. 
Mm-hmm. No, the oh. guidance. Oh, the guidance. Yeah, the guidance. Sorry. Once yes. before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number to an ability check of your choice. Okay. Choice. How long does the spell last? Uh, it's concentration. Oh. Up to an hour. Oh, oh no, okay. no, sorry, sorry, I'm reading wrong. It's concentration. So you, all right, so you're going to have to focus yeah, on this. Okay, I'm not making this roll then. I'm just okay. like, remember the spirit. I thought we were going to do this a while ago, yeah, but I'll keep holding it. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh. a single D of swag. Yeah. Uh, 14. 14? 7. 7? 4. Concentrating. Yeah. Uh, maybe, possibly, you think you might hear music coming from the right side of the encampment oh. in that big tent. But you can't be sure hmm. because you're pretty stressed out right now. Hmm. As you walk through, you can see gruel heads begin to poke out of yurts. Hmm. And you can see people going like, mm. Mm. and everybody's very confused as to what you're doing here. Hmm. But nobody is trying to currently kill you. So Hooray. things are looking up. Right. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take yeah. it as a win. Yeah, I certainly had combat spec'd out. <laughs> So, uh, good job, they, team. They take you. They take you to uh, the tallest, but not the biggest yurt, but the hmm. tallest yurt, which is painted with intricate designs in red and green paint. And of course, because it's a yurt, it's a big round tent hmm. with one entrance. So they knock on the door, and uh, one of the guards says, uh, "Chief Zoria, uh, something unusual has happened. It's, it's, it's somebody." Apparently knows Andros is here to talk to you to get something signed. And, sh- and, and you hear, send them in, hmm. in a low, rumbly voice. Is Chief Zorios? Zoria. 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 So okay. you are, you, you come in, and in the center of the yurt, there's a fire and, like, some cooking utensils and stuff like that. And around <clears throat> the edges of the yurt, there's, like, Animal skins and pillows and beds and like Oops. weapons and stuff like that. And you can see sitting like on what would be a gruel like throne sort of thing is the chief. She's at the back. She, she is uh, she is a very old centaur. She has gray hair. Ooh. And she is uh, she's got scars all over her body, but particularly her front quarters and like up on her face. All look like she's been burned very badly. She hmm. sounds so cool. And she's got face paint on and stuff like that. And she has two attendants with her. These, and, uh, one is a cyclops, hmm. and the other is an ogre. Huh. So large folks. Very large. Yeah. They are very, very, this is why this yurt is so tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the so, occupants are all so tall. And the cyclops and the ogre see you and stand, and they are both a lady cyclops and a lady ogre. Hmm. And they're just Yo. like... And Zoria says, Quir, Jarn, ready, but do not attack. Why have you come here? We have two, uh, we have two uh, pieces of business that we hope to conduct. The first is that the Azorius Senate's Consumer Goods Inspection Agency needs to have a document signed by a high-ranking member of the Gruel Clan. It is the ASURSS Sausage Regulations. <laughs> Single bead of sweat. Many beads of sweat, probably. 
2339-76-19, to be exact. I imagine the spirit of Ravnica <laughs> pervading all things. It's like The Fountain, the, the Aronofsky movie, The Fountain. Mm. Uh, Zoria hasn't seen that one. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a fountain of ground meat. She's like, okay. The second article of business is that we are looking for a young man by the name of Ogavan Gobrin. We believe he is traveling with uh, King Zykor and the Warbor. What does Ogavan look like? He is a, uh, a young blonde human. Okay, that's Stu's boyfriend. Oh. Mm. His sister would like to see him again for a family uh, dinner. Family is important. Yeah. His sister believes so, yes. You have come here with respect, I assume. Yes. And what, if we sign your agreement, will it bring more visitors? Or will it bring a continuation of our peace? We hope that this will ensure uh, the continuation of this peace on these grounds for the foreseeable future. Is this important to you? It is. Absolutely vital. I do not understand or care at all how you make sausage. But to come here requires great bravery. Very few people cross our paths. And most who do pretend that we are stupid or foolish or that they can sneak in and outsmart us. And I have respect for you because you have done that. So show that you respect our traditions as well. Because what is a gruel day without playful combat? So if you can win this test of strength, I will gladly sign your agreement, because I feel it will show your conviction and, your and it will make sure that you respect the strength of the Gruul clan. Because although we are peaceful, we have an agreement with Andros to keep this land amongst us, I do not want to be thought of as weak. Avenir audibly swallows. <laughs> Nog raises his hand. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, great chief. When you say combat, are we talking like lethal or are we talking like just, you know, just a ceremonious bout? Why not both? If you are truly committed, I'm sure it will be a fun and delightful ceremonious bout. And if it's lethal, 
guess you weren't very committed then, were you? I think she means we can die, but we shouldn't kill them. <laughs> very smart. Mm. Who is this wise man amongst you? Oh, hi, I'm Olander. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Hello, Olander. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. Yay. I made a new friend today. Uh, question. Are, are we all fighting, or do we, like, nominate a champion? Oh. I think you probably all get to fight. Ooh, get to. Ooh, get to. That's... Huh. Anyhow, let's not fight in my yurt. I quite like it. Everybody outside in the plaza. This will be fun. Okay, okay. Hold on. I'm going to stop concentrating there. Knock. <laughs> I need you to listen to me. In the next fight, I need you... To picture the power of Ravnica, Ravnica yes. let it channel, channel through, through you, you. Feel, feel the, the soul of Ravnica, of, of V2. Of V2, yeah. yeah. I feel it. Yes. Feel it within you. I, I, think, I think about all the money my parents spent on my braces. <laughs> <sighs> we may have to get punched a couple of times for this turnout. Okay. You know, I haven't gotten to actually rumble with anything in a little while. This might be a little bit of fun. So, everybody is escorted out of the tent. Mm -hmm. And uh, Zoria says, we're going to have a little fun here today. And then all of the people from the Gruul clan start coming out of these yurts. And they're all really young. Hmm. Everybody except Zoria is young. Hmm. So let that tell you what it does about Maybe what happened around here. Yeah. Uh, and they're all like, Woo! <laughs> battle, 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 battle! And people start... Witness go, me. Yeah, are we going start into the thunder dome right here? Chanting and drumming, like, and people are like... probably going to have dot, dot, wrestling. Dot, dot, yeah. 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 Four uh, men enter, two so, men leave. <laughs> everybody roll me some initiative. But this is all very civilized. Uh, right, like, sure. Stars. That's the third three today in a row. Alright, well, I get uh, five. At 17. Alright. Oh, should I so, roll for her? Well, let's wait for Kathleen. Yeah. Uh, Avenir is a 17. Do, 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 do. Sorry, I'm just pulling up my initiative tracker. What did you get, Enor? 14. 14. What did you get, Valencia? Uh, Valencia got an 8. 8. What do you get, Nog? Uh, Nog got a five. Five. Is Nog riding Valencia? No. Okay. Well, I would. They were, but I would imagine once I got to the yurt, he probably hopped off. Okay. So, yeah. all right, Melander, what did you get? Nine. Nine. And I have very good news for you because you didn't try to sneak in and you didn't piss anybody off. Mm. Uh, you are not fighting Quir. You're fighting Jarn. Mm. Is that the Cyclops? No, that's the Ogre. Oh, mm. okay. Do not want to fight the Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops is a rough. Yeah. So, all right. So oh. the whole clan starts clapping and chanting and going, test of strength, test <laughs> of strength, test of strength, test of strength, woo, 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 And then you can see that a bunch of people, like 15 or 16 people, come out of that big tent where the music was playing and some uh -huh. of them have lyres and dulcimers and stuff like that. Make me in it. Somebody, I know you're busy and you're sweating, you're getting very stressed out here, but... Somebody uh, make me a perception check. Ooh. 19. There is a blonde human that is not a member of the Gruul because he is too pale hmm. with the band. 
that okay. just came out. And uh, but he has like he's all he's got like jewel paint on him and stuff like that Ooh. as well. So they're all like yeah. And uh, Zoria says, "Prove yourselves worthy of my signature." Let the fun begin! And she sort of stampedes with her two front hooves and looks very majestic and <laughs> Me! flashes her gray hair into the wind. Avenir, you have the first initiative. Jarn looks at you. She is, by the way, a huge female ogre. And she's just like, let's dance! Does she have a weapon oh. by it? Uh, yes, she does, actually. She has, uh, what did I give her? She has a, a great club and a javelin. Okay, I'm just trying to ascertain if we're wrestling or if we're fighting. Yeah, I, I assume it's going to be It looks unarmed. like it's a fight. Okay, yeah, I'm but... also curious, magic or no magic, should we? Uh, depending on how you feel you want to play right. this. Alright, I'm asking. I... <laughs> I, I'm not going to use magic, I'll let you... <laughs> okay, well we're going to go for non-lethal here. Yeah. Uh, definitely. But I am going to use my insightful fighting. Okay. Which I roll insight versus deception. So whoever gets higher. Okay. Uh, uh, what is what stat does deception check against? Deception checks against charisma. Oh, okay. Oof. Uh, so insight roll ten. Well, I got a five. So because uh, ogres are not terribly charismatic, so I think you win this round. Okay. Well, that means I get to use my sneak attack for two, uh, one minute. Ooh. Oh, fantastic. I, I get a read on... on yeah, what, what's movement. her name? Jarn. Jarn. I thought it said jam. 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 Uh, jam. I'm assuming a nine doesn't hit. Absolutely not. <laughs> your, your, your sneak attack, your blade, sort mm -hmm. of like tinks off her skin. Hmm. You're going to have to hit me a little harder than that small thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's next? <laughs> Giant <Eeyore>. woman. <laughs> All right. Magic it up. Well, I will cast Shocking Grasp on myself and attempt to take make a melee attack against the target. So you mean you're using Shocking Grasp to attack? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got to cast Shocking Grasp, and then it's a question of do you hit or not? Okay. Oh. Yeah. The spell just happens. 16 plus a melee attack. Boy, it's been a long time since I've done that. Well, if it's a melee attack, it would be just your strength, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where is my modifier there for strength? Okay, so it's just 16. 16 to hit? Yes. Yep, that's a hit. Ooh. All right. Are they wearing armor made of metal? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, They're wearing hide armor. Or she is wearing hide armor. Then they will take six points of lightning damage. And they can't take reactions until the start of their next turn. Okay. Oh, very cool. Uh, Jarn takes 66 points of lightning damage and says, Mmm, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> That's what I like! Good, uh, isn't it? Hi, I think I love you. <laughs> Who among you is strong? She says. Because remember, this is a play fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. Uh, we all pointed. <laughs> mm. Hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size? <laughs> I don't even let. Ogres. <gasps> ogres are not very smart. Yeah. So she's like, huh? Down here. <laughs> and then she's gonna go in and try and clobber you. 
Uh, ooh, okay, so I'm showing a 19 that on hits. a hit. Yeah. <laughs> um, that indeed hits me. All right, so... Big yikes. Okay, I'm going to try and uh, hit you, mm -hmm. uh, which is going to hit... I'm going to hit you a lot, by the way. Bring uh, it. All right, so let's see. I'm tough. Four plus seven is eleven plus four. That will be thirteen bludgeoning damage. Ah! Wham! <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> not, not, not like gets hit and goes. <coughs> <coughs> He's okay though. Ah! Not even bloodied. Everybody cheers. Test of strength. Test of strength. Test of strength. Melander, it's your turn. Can I, while I'm concentrating, can I use another cantrip or no? Uh, I believe you know. Okay, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep concentrating on this one though. So hopefully Nog's better attack and do a thing. Okay. So I'll 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 just be like, remember, the strength of Ravnica is in you. Alright. That's it. Well, I'm holding the spell. It, the payoff is coming soon. All right, uh, <laughs> Valencia, <laughs> you it's your go. Uh, so Valencia sees. Um, uh, Nog getting smacked and obviously goes to, to help her, her beloved master. Um, I just want, I haven't used any of her cool abilities that you gave her yet, and I'm kind of curious if I want to do that. Um, that actually seems pretty cool. Uh, Valencia is going to run up, I guess, to, uh, to, to Jarn and bark ferociously, uh, using the Battle Bork Ooh. Okay. ability that you gave. Uh, so, um, uh, makes a, uh, wisdom check with a DC of 15. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Well, what does it do? You'll see. Uh, J Jarn does not pass her wisdom save. Alright, so if you lose, you now get disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls against you or the specific ally you're actively protecting until in right, combat. Alright, so who is, who is, who is Valencia trying to attack? Uh, you? She's protecting me, yeah. Okay, so, so basically Jarn has disadvantage to hit you or Valencia, because Val yeah. Valencia is in between the two of you, barking like mad. Yeah. Alright. Good job, Valencia. Good job. Mm. Nog, work, work. it's your turn. Alright. Nog, like, <laughs> cracks his neck and goes, that was pretty good. How about you try some of this? Uh, and is that on a? Can it be? Can that dice be used? It's for a skill damage? check. It's a skill check. So. So nothing. Nothing for damage. Yeah. But you could roll it as part of your to hit. I know yeah. you already rolled a pretty good to hit, but I think, yeah. I think when you make the roll, you have to decide if you want to do it at the same time. Well, no, I guess I didn't because right. I rolled it right away. So uh, that would be a plus. Or that, it's a twenty-three. Yeah, that's totally a hit. Roll <laughs> me some damage. All right. Yes, uh, the power of Ravnica flows within you. Yeah, I'm using my longsword, I guess, in this scenario. Uh, so that's going to be plus two, uh, eleven damage. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Sli so I guess at the length, the 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 thing I'm at, uh, Nog sort of like uh, jabs up with like the uh, the. The, the sword and kind of like slices the inner thigh, I guess, ever. All right, that does hit. You draw some blood, and John looks down at her leg, takes the blood, smears it across her chest, and goes, Yah! and everybody gets really hyped up now. <laughs> Nog just sort of like, like sees this, sees her, like, start to scream, and he's like, Let's <laughs> start screaming okay, along with it. Alright, Avenir, 
Pirates, you're go, everyone. <laughs> 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 Screaming is a free action. Ooh. Uh, that'd be a 25. That's a hit. Okay. Roll me some damage. I assume I'm doing this with like the scabbard on or something. Uh, no, I just drew blood. Not really pulling her punches so much, though. So. Okay, I don't actually want to hurt her, but then again, that's probably optimistic. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't worry. Uh, eleven points of damage. Oh, fantastic! Okay. That's where you go, like, oh, it's. You're starting to get a little bit, a uh, little bit injured because you just went and stabbed her in the back of the leg, hmm. uh, and so she's just like, Enor, your go. Oh, let's try. I'll, I'll cast an ensnaring strike on my quarterstaff and attempt to hit with that. Okay. This will go poorly, I'm sure. No, it won't. 21. Wow, Ooh, you hit. Nice. Good job. Okay, so when that happens, uh, first they're going to take some bludgeoning damage. Okay. Which will be one point of bludgeoning damage. Law mage. But, okay. but. Okay, yes. I success in a writhing mass of thorny vimes appear at the point of impact, and the target must succeed on a strength saving throw, okay. or be restrained by the magical vines until the spell ends. Okay. Uh, I got a twenty-five on my strength. That's throw. That's super good. <laughs> <laughs> the ogre is just like. Okay. Oh, she rips those vines off, and they wither away magically. Well, cool. I assume for like Azorius, that would be like runes. That would be like the, the thing. Yeah, yeah the maybe cards. the rune, the rune shatter. Like as the she just, like, prison or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she flexes her biceps, and the runes fall away to like little little pieces of glass. <laughs> Not falling in love. All right, so <laughs> that'd be one of the things that you see, and you're like, uh oh. Hmm. All right, so uh, Enor, since you were the last person to hit her, mm -hmm. Jarn is going to try to hit you. Um, does a thirteen hit you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh no. okay, she's gonna bludgeon you with her club. Cool! <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, these hurt a lot. <laughs> I, oh dear. This is going to suck. Oh dear. Uh, take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. What's uh, that put you at? 11. <laughs> Oof. Really? I'm gonna What's say you, you probably wow. get thrown a little bit. Wow. I, I start with 24. Alright. Uh, Jarn, puny blue boy wham and just sends you flying melander it's your go uh apparently apparently nog doesn't need too much of my help but you know who does need my help now enor uh i'm gonna go over and heal enor i'm gonna <laughs> use some... to do this <laughs> no 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 enor no. <laughs> spirits <laughs> the, the tree spit those extra teeth out and think about the spirit yeah. of Ravnica. remember the spirit of Ravnica. no 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 okay, i'm gonna so i'm gonna, gonna, gonna enor and be like you all right there, little buddy? No! Here, I'm going to put my hands on you. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Uh, we're getting a number of hit points equal to D8 plus your Spellcaster modifier. Uh, this is my D8. Come on, big roll. That would be a 1 plus my spell. All right. You gain three hit points. Roll. <laughs> Heals are cheating, says uh -oh. Jarn. Oh, well. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh. Like, it's just like, they're just like... Uh, they yeah, don't that, think about healing It's like after. wrestling talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Valencia, you're uh, barking. Well, I mean, Valencia, seeing now that uh, I assume Jarn has basically turned her back on uh, on Nog and oh, yeah. kind of went after Enor, uh, she's going to leap up and, and try and bite Jarn right on the booty. That sounds great. Right I, on the butt. Try it. Roll to bite Jarn on her butt. Um, it's a crit. 
Oh, natural 20. 20. All right. What, is, the, what happens? How badly does Jorn's butt get bitten? Um, off. Right. So it's so I I don't crit all that often. It's it's maximum damage. Is that no? It, it you roll double the number of random components. Okay. So I, now three, I don't know anymore. Five. Uh, so seven damage to the butt. Seven damage to the butt. All right. Jorn is starting to look. A little bruised. Ah, my butt! And Valencia's kind of like clamped on there, like like a mailman style. People are laughing. It's quite fun. Everybody's having a great time. Good. That's good. Okay. Uh, You can see uh, Bethus is very curious about what's going on, and he is sort of like peering around the front gates now uh, because there's been a lot of yelling and screaming and chanting coming from the encampment, and he was worried about you. Yeah. Uh, so, but still, people are like, there's a circle of people cheering, and it's your go, Nog. Uh, Nog is going to kind of, in similar styles, Valencia is going to kind of like, I guess, Shadow of the Colossus this and like try and like, like climb up <laughs> and like stab like a, a shoulder or sure. something like that. Yeah. Um, that three, what is, how do I keep getting these threes? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that would be a. Uh, an eight. That does not hit, and I'm gonna say that you, in your attempt to shadow of Colossus, you sort of like fail to climb. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so you don't actually try to hit her. You're just like, just like a cat at the kitchen door. Yeah. Avenir, it's your go. Oh god. Jarn has a has a dog on her butt, a goblin a goblin at her feet, and Enor just got uh, probably a rib broken. I'm over mm. here. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll say. Something witty. Something witty. Sixteen. The crowd cheers back. That's a hit. Okay. Witty, 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 witty. Uh, fourteen. Uh, fourteen damage. damage. Yeah. Wow. Uh, The the insightful fighting. I've just got like a read on her. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you just like get her like sort of like in a soft spot because her back's yeah, turned, I, like I, right in the kidneys or something. I, I'm going for some place that's going to uh, be painful and not hopefully debilitating. Right. Okay. Uh, excellent. She takes some damage. Uh, Enor, your go. Now let's try again with the lightning strike. She's starting to look quite injured, by Good. the way. Uh-huh. Um, so you're like, thanks for the heal or anything? Sh- nope. Okay. Goodbye. Nope. I mean, I would say that That's because it's three That's points, it's barely noticeable nope. that you did anything. All right, you miss. Jarn is just like, and turns around and looks at the person who most, hit her most recently, uh, because that's the kind of lady she is. I'm coming home, Mama. <laughs> Uh, okay, I've got an 18 showing on my dice, uh, so I'm going to assume that since I have a plus six to hit, I'm going to deal you some damage. So I'll allow it. Uh, it's not that bad. Uh, take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. I assume she just like bonks him on the top of the head and Avenir's like shoes go flat. <laughs> and he falls over. Yikes. Yikes. I had 13 hit points. Oh! So. <clears throat> okay. At this point then... <laughs> At this point, Avenir goes flat. And I'm an office worker. And, yeah. And Zoria goes, enough! Enough! Enough. Jarn, was, Jarn really only had one more hit in her anyhow. Okay. She's like bleeding and stuff like that. That's just like, you! Hi. Do you know how to heal? Yeah. Heal him. Okay. Uh, cure wounds. Ooh, seven hit points. 
Oh boy. Okay. Uh, and I can. I, it's one of my first level spells, and I have another one of those. Three more hit points. Okay. So you should have ten back right now. And then, like, two other Volcran members go over to Jarn and they start healing her and yeah. stuff like that. Do you think. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. offer they, to they heal have her their as own well. Healers. Okay. Um, and, uh, and now that you're up. Did, did I dodge? <laughs> you did a really good job, buddy. You, you did, did your best. You did your best. I, I like reach down and like extend a hand to help you up, kind of a thing. <laughs> you took that like a champ. I dodged. It was great. <laughs> I saw everything in slow motion, and then there was a crunching noise. <laughs> yeah, that was just the air passing you, man. All right. Crunchy, crunchy air they got out here in the wild. <laughs> so Zoria comes over to you and says. You are brave. Thank you. And I respect that. I will sign your sausage agreement, as long as you promise never to bring any of your sausages here. Agreed. I pull out the, the ASURSS. Uh, she, uh, she grabs some of Jarn's blood <laughs> and just like swipes it across. That's so metal. Uh, that's just somehow duplicated. Yeah. yeah. Tracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's valid. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for your signature. Thank yep. you very much for the entertainment. All right. Uh, so well, what's his butt is over there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Groban. No. Targovin. <laughs> Targovin. Josh Ame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you go over there. Uh, by the way, everybody is starting to disperse now, and the okay. chief and her attendants are going back into their yurt to do whatever the heck they do in there. My Wait lower... for other people to challenge them, I guess. Avenir is surprised that his lower back hurts. I thought I dodged that. Why am I sore? Yeah. Uh, and you can see the whole King's Icor band and several of their, like, romantic partners and hangers-on. So there's, like, 16 of them. Hmm. Uh, and they're all hanging out. Um, there are so many of them. Where are their names? Okay, here we are. So you can see you can see a lot of them, but you see in the back, actually talking to Beppus, is a blonde human who's pale but has paint, and he's and he's holding hands with his boyfriend, who's a tall, uh, gruel human uh, who is deeply tanned and has long curly hair and is very muscular and very attractive. And he's playing the f and his and his human his boyfriend has a flute, and so he's the flute player. Handsome couple. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, they're hanging out and they're talking to Beppus. What's up? Uh, oh, hey, Beppus. Yeah, hey, Beppus. Care to introduce us? Oh, yeah. Hey, that was cool. I didn't think any of you had that in you. I thought you were all going to, like, crumple. Well, I guess one of you crumpled, but, like, aside from that, that was very neat. I thought you were going to hang out by the, <laughs> the trees. Why I, are you down here? I thought so, too, but then I heard chanting, and I heard t test of strength, and test of strength, and I've never seen anyone killed, and I don't think that's unreasonable that I should get to see something. It'll help me become a writer. <laughs> trauma, trauma does, you know, bring out creativity. I yeah. should introduce you to my friend Rin. Mm. She's a writer. Oh, excellent. I also, your bravery inspired me, and I finally went and, and said hi to the King's Icor people. They're all very friendly. Oh. This is this is Stu. He's the he's the lead singer. He plays the flute. Oh. Nice to meet you. I'm hi. Avenir. Hey, what's up? Hey Stu, I'm I'm Nog. This is my dog, Valencia. Ah, that's cool. I don't you don't see too many people go up against Jarn in battle. Yeah, I you can still see got why. all your teeth? They're around. 
Yeah, I, I have them in a bag. <laughs> cool. We'll work on that. Mm. Hey, I'm Mo. Uh, you know her? Neat. We've heard a lot of good things about you, mainly from your fans. Mm. You've got some pretty passionate like folks following you guys. Yeah, I like to think that uh, I like to think that we're really doing some cool new things with music. Mm. You know, and like, yeah, we're the Gruul Clan, and we want to like destroy civilization. But we could also destroy civilization by spreading rad rock and roll. Um, power, power to the people, yeah. man. Yeah. Who's this with you? Oh, this is Ogavin. I met him while we were on tour, and Ogavin's like. Ogvin, Ogvin, uh, sorry, uh, 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 wrote it down. Gobrin? Gobrin. Dobrin. Yes, that's me. Your sister is looking for you. There's a family dinner that you're supposed to go to. I mean, yeah, and that's fine. And he turns to his boyfriend. He's like, Stu, sweetie, this has been rad, and I love you, but I miss hot showers. So, casuals, and we'll hook up next time you're in town? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no! And I was just, just like, like... And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Follow yeah. your freedom. Spirit of the Rays born, all that. Like, I can't tell you what's going on. And then they, they kiss, and they're like, peace, see ya. Hey, peace. Man, it's oh, so Oh, that nice could have been so much worse. It's so nice <laughs> to see people communicate their feelings so openly like that. I was really... I was gonna suggest that he bring he brings Stu to, to dinner. To dinner. Oh. Oh. No, I like Stu. I would like to continue to be in a relationship with him. And nobody deserves my grandmother. Well, hey, and we I don't want to leave my sister to her alone. Your sister seems nice. We appreciate no, she's not. We, oh. Don't lie to me. What? I was honestly just worried we were gonna have to fight people who weren't told not to kill us. Uh. I mean, we I mean, appreciate you, can... you coming along. This this is actually helping out our cause quite a bit, too. Yeah, great. Buy my bus ticket on the way back. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> Turns out Ogavin is quite insufferable. Yeah. Mm. Yo, we got a signature. Yeah, that's really cool. And, like, and, and all that had to happen was, like, Avenir had to almost die. Almost? <laughs> <laughs> Avenir died. No, no, we're talking about lying. You totally dodged it. <laughs> I dodged it. <laughs> I, I raise my arm in a thumbs up, and you hear all the bones sliding against each other. <laughs> so you have successfully won a gruel's test of strength, and negotiated, without too much difficulty, because Ogavin is quite spoiled, hmm. uh, to bring hit, to bring Ogavin back to Ravnican civilization proper. Because he does like his sister, and he doesn't like his grandmother. And that means that I'd say you've had a very successful session. So we're going to call it here for episode four of By Law and Order. Thank you so much, and please tune in next week.